Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Behind the Plays podcast. It is your boy, Davion, yet again. We are here with episode three of the podcast, and yes, finally, I know, I understand, we only talk about basketball, but no, not today. We talk about football, because football season is upon us, ladies and gentlemen, and the only person I requested to talk football with was the one and only Eric. Hello. Who else to talk about football with? This is the man I always talk to football with. Yeah, if, if there's one thing I pride myself on, it's my vast football knowledge. So when I say something that's incredibly inaccurate or wrong, people can definitely make fun of me. <laughs> uh, same with me with basketball. I say a lot of wild stuff, but it's only because, like, it's that's the thing with predictions and stuff. You can't really be accurate 100% of the time. You're not, like, you're not godly. Oh, I am, but <laughs> go on. <laughs> Alright, well, if you guys want to know, again, before we get started, you guys can always hit a follow, a like, uh, wherever you guys are listening to this, whether it be Spotify, Apple Music, uh, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you're at, hit the follow, hit the like, I'd greatly appreciate it for the podcast, and also uh, go ahead and follow all of the socials, uh, mine, my, my personal ones included, at Davion underscore OW on literally every platform except for Instagram, which doesn't have the underscore in it, and the Behind the Plays podcast at behind underscore plays and then you also can take a look at eric's um twitter i don't know what else eric has aside from twitter does youtube too to an extent not really <laughs> hey if you guys want to go see the best fly eagles fly thing he has it up on his youtube channel that's uh, fair link will be down in the description below to strictly that video <laughs> oh gosh i'm not an eagles fan i i, I lost a, a a very horribly placed bet which i would love to tell that story when you are ready to, for me to tell it too of course, and just so for clarification, we are talking about football, the upcoming football season. Just uh, We're going to take it a little bit week by week, 1 through 17. Uh, take, take out our uh, – we're going to pick a couple key games that we think are going to be very fun and important to watch. Um, give our playoff predictions. Eric and I have a very different playoff bracket. We both discussed it before. We are very, very different. Um, our predictions and then what we think are going – who we think is going to the Super Bowl and what's going to happen – just so you know, we try our best to be as unbiased as possible, but as a Philadelphia Eagles fan, I always have hope for this team, and I know as a Denver Broncos fan, you are in the same boat, but I'm pretty sure we swim the same life as fans. Uh, yeah, I mean, the past like four-ish years or so, I've had minimal to no hope. This is the first year I really do have hope. All right. In a long so just time. you guys are aware... Like, like, this is the first year since Peyton Manning was still on the team that I really had hope that, like, yes, I think the Broncos will be decent this year. So I just want to get out the fan thing beforehand because just so you guys understand what's, what we are, what we're about, what, who we like, and what's going out with that way. I am a in whence we trust kind of guy, but we'll see how it goes this season. See, I am a, um, I am a personal fan of Drew Locke uh, <laughs> and his large parts. All for it. Large parts. All for it. His large parts. I actually do like Drew Locke as well. Uh, I think he's going to be something special if they keep him keep him on board. I honestly do think I'd like him a lot. I am hoping. <laughs> All right. Well, without further ado, thank you guys uh, for hanging out and listening. Uh, we'll get started on our week by week. Uh, we have Eric taking over the odds. I will have the even weeks, and we'll go by what we think are the best, I think, two or three games of the week to watch. Uh, as you get to midseason, we probably are not going to talk too intense on it. Late season is probably going to be more so. And also, Eric's going to be on the podcast. We're going to make it a little bit of a series every week of the NFL season. Uh, Wednesdays, I believe we're going to try to upload, or Thursday mornings or Thursday afternoons before we get game, Thursday night football. We're going to try to upload um, our 
a more in-depth weekly prediction. And you guys are going to get really kind of a generic what we're feeling for the season. And then we're going to break it down more week by week and see what we what what placeholders, what playoff predictions and everything like that throughout the whole year and playoff clinches and stuff like that that you were going to get. Yeah, it, it, so. it's, it's definitely going to be very dynamic, too. Like, I'm going to sit here right now and, like, I, like, just to pull something out of nowhere, like, week eight, like, yeah, I had the Chargers beating the Jaguars, but what happens if, like, the entire Chargers offense breaks their ACL kneecaps? Like, then, then it might kneecaps. be a different story, but that's not something that we can do at this point. So exactly. what we say right now could absolutely still change. That's the, that's exactly. the thing about the NFL is that nothing stays the same. Ever. Exactly. And it was the same disclaimer we said for the NBA playoffs when I was doing it with Patty. I have absolutely no clue who's going to get hurt. Like Damian Lillard got hurt. I had to leave. Giannis hurt his ankle today. Like you just never know what's going to happen. And those star players can be sitting out and that team could go to absolute and utter crap after that. So without further ado, hit me with your week one predictions and let's dive right in and sit back, get a drink, get some popcorn. We're going to be probably a little bit of a long one today. All right. So um, week one is always huge. Obviously, that's a big statement week. I, I still kind of hasn't hit me yet that this Thursday, yes, there is indeed NFL football on. And I think a huge narrative this season is going to be the lack of the preseason, uh, particularly for teams who are incredibly young. Um, off the top of my head, I can think of the Bengals and the Dolphins being Joe Burrow and Tua Tagovailoa. And we don't know how their skills are going to translate yet to the NFL. Normally, you'd get the preseason to kind of get a sense of that, but we don't have that this year. So I think it's, we have to consider the fact that some teams are going to have to find a rhythm and spend maybe the first two or three, maybe even four weeks trying to get that rhythm because they didn't have the preseason to get that rhythm. Um, but the first game I really want to point out week one is uh, the – Latest game on Sunday it is the Buccaneers and the Saints. I said the latest game on Sunday, like Sunday Night Football straight up isn't a thing. But this is like <laughs> one of the key games um, of week one is Buccaneers-Saints. So obviously the Saints recently are in the top tier of NFL teams right now. That team led by Drew Brees, their star-studded quarterback. Gosh, what hasn't he done? Every All hail Drew Brees, am I right? Facts. Um, and I mean, I think they have solid pieces around Drew Brees, not only on offense, but also they had the defense to not let make Drew Brees carry the team like he did for so long that those years in between what was it, Super Bowl 44 when the Saints beat the Colts and maybe the three or four years ago ish or so where it was just mm. Drew Brees being this is the offense and I'm going to carry you on my back and we're going to win like nine games just because I'm Drew Brees. But that's not good enough to make the playoffs. That's not good enough to make a run. Uh, the Saints yeah. have a, a better defense than they have for a while now. And the Buccaneers now have an incredible roster, and they have now for the past, what, two days? Yeah. So I think that's going to be huge is what translates, what's better, historical greatness, and I say historical as in the last, like, three or four years, or right. recent greatness. I mean, Tom Brady is, in my opinion, the greatest quarterback of all time, arguably the great, in everybody's discussion, the greatest quarterback of all time. Yes. In my opinion, he is, and I don't care who you ask, he's definitely in the discussion for anyone you would talk to. And they have a ridiculous offense right now, and I think they have a solid defense. I think the Buccaneers' big weakness right now is their secondary, but they still have Indomitian Sue. They have a very young Vita Vea on that D-line. They still have Shaq Barrett. They still have Devin White, and I, they're going to be studs in the front seven. I think the secondary is going to be the issue for the Bucks. And I think the Saints offense is able to take care to take advantage of that. So it's going to be a big game because I think 
everybody's on the Buccaneers hype train right now, that the Buccaneers are going to be the team to beat in the NFL this year. And I think the Saints come out and say, no, 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 we are still here. So I have the Saints winning this game. What do you same. think on that, Davion? I have that exact same scenario. I uh, I gave because of the lack of preseason. Uh, we know we know what Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady have. We know what they bring to the table, right? The thing that you got to look at though is that they brought in like a whole new offense. Like we know Chris Godwin and we know um, ah, la, 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 Mike that? Evans. Oh my lord, Mike Evans. Thank you. I was like number thirteen. What the heck is his name? It took me a uh, little Evans, bit too. We... I kept wanting to say Michael Thomas. I'm like, no, that's literally the other guy. <laughs> Same. It's the exact other team. Yes. <laughs> Um, but we know what they bring to the table. How well are they going to bring that to the table when it's not Jameis Winston throwing up random balls to them? You know, like you got an like, yeah, it's going to be better. Don't get me wrong. Tom Brady's definitely a more accurate quarterback. Uh, can actually see, doesn't have to have LASIK eye surgery to repair anything. Um, but I think the saints are going to wake them up. Like, okay, you guys are the star studded team. Okay. But we are too. Like, yeah, I think right. I I remember seeing a statistic from somewhere, and I have no idea where this is, but Tom Brady, I believe, was twenty third in the league in average yards downfield. Um, I, it's like seven point something, like per throw, like av- on average, he's completing something about seven yards. I don't know about you, but that doesn't exactly seem like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin's skill set. No. So it's definitely going to be different. Is how is how is Bruce Arians going to use Tom Brady in a way that Tom Brady might not be used to? given he has been in the Belichick system for a long time, which Belichick system is very methodical. It's a lot of system plays. It's like we do this so that we can gain seven yards. We do this so we can gain eight yards. Then we do this so we can hit a home run. Bruce Arians, that offense is let's go hit a home run first try because why not? Right. And I think that's where your running backs are going to come in hand for Tom Brady more so than anything because you have Leonard Fournette now, which is humongous pickup yeah, for them. Yeah, that's huge. And Shady McCoy, who – as an Eagles fan, I love my boy Shady. Like, uh, but like that's 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 quality running backs right there to have on your side for that short gain offense that Tom Brady in you know is used to. I think especially with Rob Gronkowski at tight end. I think one of the key pieces this season though is not actually going to be Rob Gronkowski, but actually the other guy OJ Howard. Agreed. Oh, OJ Howard's a stud. He's. I think he's. I think he's a good. Not great, maybe great, not excellent. Like somewhere in that range, tight end. And Rob Gronkowski is historically great, but we saw him in the last season he played. Like he looked slow, he looked out of it. I mean, he's had a lot of injuries. He is, I, what, I think like 32-ish now? Yeah. Which, I mean, if you're Tom Brady, you could play until you're ancient. Like you're going to be playing against Von Miller Jr. and he's going to sack you in Super Bowl 77. <laughs> but Rob Gronkowski, I don't think is built for that. So I, I don't know how much I'm going to believe in Rob Gronkowski lasting this season, but I think when they have Rob Gronkowski, they're going to use Rob Gronkowski. And if they don't have Rob Gronkowski, they have OJ Howard, who is a solid tight end still. Yeah. Agreed. And he has to, he has the ability to learn under Rob Gronkowski. So. Exactly. All right. Uh, that's enough of glorifying the Buccaneers. The other game that I have that I think is key here, um, and it's key for a different reason, is Sunday Night Football. We got the Cowboys going to Los Angeles into the brand new SoFi Stadium to take on the Rams. Now, um, Davion, as I mentioned, is an Eagles fan, which definitely means he loves the Cowboys and everything to have to do with the Cowboys. Um, and Zeke, we trust. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think this is going to be a huge game because the Cowboys, I believe, uh, do not quote me on this, but I remember seeing some statistics. I believe the Cowboys were the number one offense last year, and then they didn't make the playoffs. Yep. Um, they were They were indeed. I think, I think a lot of people kind of had the sense that Jason Garrett was the thing holding the Cowboys back, 
And now they have Mike McCarthy. So can they go into this brand new stadium, which I think that's another huge reason. I think that's why they put it on Sunday Night Football is it's the Los Angeles Rams in the brand new high tech stadium that's going to be deserted. In playing the Dallas Cowboys of all people. Exactly. You know? It's yeah. It's the Dallas Cowboys. Is that's the iconic NFL team going to this brand new stadium, and I think that's going to be a big game. Um, I have the Cowboys winning on the road. I the Rams are such a, a question mark for me this season. Like they are two years removed. I guess technically one year removed. However you want to look at it, from being in the Super Bowl, the actual big game, right? Right. And they took such a huge step backwards last year. So what do they do? Do they continue to get worse or do they or do they pivot and get better? And I uh, think right now the Rams are an unreliable team to be like, yes, this is the team to beat. Uh, and the, I think the Cowboys, they had the number one offense last year. I think they have a solid enough defense and they have Mike McCarthy and Mike McCarthy did win a Super Bowl. Sure, it was 10 years ago, but he did win a Super Bowl as the coach of the Packers. Um, and Mike McCarthy, he made Aaron Rodgers work like it, it, Aaron Rodgers won, I think, what, two, maybe three MVPs with Mike McCarthy as his head coach. Something like that. It's something like that, right? Yeah, he's uh, I can fact check that. Let's find out. Let's find out because I know I'm very confident in Mike McCarthy's ability to use that offense. And that offense has great pieces. Dak Prescott, two. he did win two MVPs. OK, yes. Um, and Dak Prescott is is a solid quarterback. I, I'd put him in. I mean, if you if you if you consider everything like longevity and age and you know and ability and all that stuff, I'd put Dak Prescott in the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL right now. I like it, it pains it, me to say the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, I if agree. if you're not considering historical context, like the fact that that Tom Brady has won six Super Bowls, like that would probably make him the greatest quarterback in the NFL right now. But the fact that he's old man Brady probably beats he's one of. I put him in the lower half of the NFL just because of his age in terms of ability. Like, you need one guy right here, right now to win you a game or to win you a a series of games or to win you a Super Bowl. Like, I would rather rely on a young guy to have the idea that I'm going to win multiple Super Bowls rather than, like, this one game right here, right now. Right. Um, You have Ezekiel Elliott, who is... An absolute monster top, and top five, top five running back. Top five I said it. Back I said it before we started. I was like, man, I hated to say how good they are, but gosh, dang it, Cowboys, you yeah, have a great offense. As, as a Broncos fan, I watched Amari Cooper when he was on the Raiders disappoint me on several occasions. So I'm glad you get to now suffer through that. Um, he's a we have he's we have big play Slay now who's clutched him. It's that's fine. fair. It's fine. That's fair. Okay. <laughs> but what do the Rams I'm still have? probably get to suffer? What do the Rams have besides you know Jalen Ramsey? But we're just gonna ignore that. <laughs> I still argue Jalen Ramsey's something else. Yeah, he's like, he's 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 too, he's too much of a wild card. Like the entire Rams roster right now. Exactly. I think the Rams are a little bit too unreliable. I think the Rams needed a preseason, even though they they have a fairly veteran team. I think they needed a preseason because I needed. The, I think they needed to find their identity, and I think the Cowboys know their identity right now, and I thought that's why I had the Cowboys winning this game. Yeah, I also have the Cowboys going into LA and winning this game. Unfortunately. Uh, the reason being, though, is because of how high-powered their offense is. I don't think the defense, because like, they lost, um, they lost Robbie Coleman uh, this offseason to the Eagles, and the biggest part of that is that they don't have two great corners anymore. Like, I hate to say how good Jalen Ramsey is, but he's really, he's really talented. He's a top-five corner. Like, there's a reason he gets paid the money he gets paid. The thing is, is you have to hold now Amari Cooper. They got they lost Randall Cobb but replaced him with Ceedee Lamb, and they have uh, Michael Gallup still as well. Gallup, like 
I mean, Sorry, Ramsey, you're not holding all three. I, I of went That's to, not happening. Yeah, I went to the University of Nevada, who is a, who is in the same division as Colorado State, where Michael Gallup went. I saw Michael Gallup with my own two eyes. Like I, I'm pretty sure we single-handedly got him drafted. Like that dude's insane. Yeah, and that, that the Cowboys just too high-powered. I, the only thing I think that the Rams will stop is Zeke. But and by stop I mean he's not going to go for two hundred yards. He'll go for like seventy five to hundred yards. Yeah, Zeke's going to have a solid night, sure, but he's not going to have a Zeke type night. But I think yeah. that's the that's what the Cowboys are good at is being able to beat you in multiple ways on offense. Yeah, do I think the Cowboys as a whole are going to be kind of underwhelming again? Yes, that's my process on it. But like, could they be great? Yes. They could. Yeah. I think they'll beat the Rams this game, though, 100%. I, think so I agree too. with that. One more game I want to talk about briefly, as in, like, I'm just going to mention it, and we're not going to go into this much detail about it. Uh, Monday Night Football, Steelers-Giants. Um, I think that's two question mark teams. Like, what are the Steelers about this year? What are the Giants about this year? Big Ben's coming off of injury. How is he going to react? He's getting up there in age. We know the Steelers' defense is raw. How is the offense going to respond? And how is Daniel Jones going to lift that elevate the Giants? Is he going to take them to the next level? Um, so I think that's... Two teams that are going to try to find their identity on Monday Night Football and primetime under the, the brightest lights, and we're, I think it's going to be a good game. Yes, I, I think the Giants... I have the Steelers winning the game, but I think the Giants are going to put up one heck of a I also have the Steelers winning that game, yes. <laughs> I think that's going to be like a really close game, like a, a field goal, touchdown type of... Like one score game. It's yes. going to be close. All right, let's talk week two then. Week two, uh, I have two highlight games, and I don't think you're going to be men- mentally ready for the two I have highlighted this week. Sh- sh- hit um, me, hit me. We're gonna start. We're gonna start early in the week. We're gonna start real early in the week, like Thursday night football. Bengals Browns. Well, you were right. I was now, not mentally prepared for that. <laughs> now the reason I have I highlighted this game. I was looking through all the games. Not really anything that piqued my interest. Like Eagles Rams was kind of interesting, but I, I got a lot of Eagles games later. I wanted to kind of diversify the teams. Um, the reason the Bengals and the Browns. Um, the reason I have Bengals Browns because that's a division game, but the reason it's such a big big division game itself is because all of the hype around both teams, in my opinion, because Joe Burrow, you know, he's coming off of one of the best college performances ever. Like, honestly, yeah. he played out of his mind. Like, out of his, like, insane, right? Coming into a team that actually does have some decent weapons in, like, what, Joe Mixon and A.J. Green. Like, they got some talent. John um, Ross, and then, Tyler Boyd. or I think something yes. happened with John Ross. Did he opt out or something? No, he's he's playing. I saw. I think I saw him on the roster. You might be right though. He might have opted out. But either way, still like, like either way, that's still broke broken roster in my opinion. Like they they have potential to be like great, right? In the future years. Yeah, nothing. The nothing happened to John Ross. I don't know what I'm thinking. <laughs> um, the reason at this moment in time I have that game highlighted is not mostly because of the Bengals. It's because of the Browns. This is a division game. The Browns have an identity they need to they need to come out and punch the Bengals. If the Bengals come in there and beat them into Cleveland, like uh, every every roster, you got to chop you got to chop it down at that point. Week 2, like I'm telling you, they got to they got to figure some stuff out because I think the Browns are due for a good season, but this is I think this is the beginning of if they if they're going to make a trend, they got to do it here. Cause like they play the Ravens week one, you don't expect them to win that game. I don't. No. This is the one you. This is the one you expect them to win, as like, arguably the second best team in that division. 
should be the second best team in that division. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I'm inclined to agree. I mean, I, I, I think the Ravens are going to be unstoppable this year. And I think they're, they're clear cut the best team in the AFC North, maybe even the best team in the NFL right now. But uh, I mean, the, there was so much hype around the Browns last year. Like, uh, like I had the Browns going to the playoffs and I, I, they disappointed for sure. And I think a That's lot same. of people kind of had that, that same feeling. I think, I think people got on the Baker Mayfield train way too early, and I think he just had a sophomore slump. I think this is a good year for him to resurge. I th- uh, I definitely wasn't expecting you to pick this game, but I think this is going to be a solid game. I think this is either going to be a good showing for the Browns and what the Browns can do this year, or it is going to be a red alert, DEFCON 1, bad yes. news for the Browns right now. Exactly. That's, that's That was my mindset with that. Because, like, do I think it's going to be, like, Oh, it's gonna be the best game ever. No, Not but even like, a little bit. it's a it's an important game for the Cleveland Browns. Honestly, the Cincinnati Bengals as well, because they only have to play the Chargers week one. Like that's like a tune-up game. This is a huge. This is division Thursday night football on the road for the mm-hmm. Bengals. Like this is gonna be interesting, and it's it's barely on the road too because it's in Cleveland. You know, yeah. they're they're neighbors. I disagree with your statement about the Chargers being a tune-up game, but. That's that's Dang. for next time. <laughs> I'm just saying, Chargers Chargers are talented, but man, I'm just I'm just saying. Yeah. I don't think the Chargers are gonna be that good personally. Um. Then my other game, I have we're taking it for going from Thursday night to Sunday night. Uh, we're gonna hit up the Patriots and the Seahawks. Um. The reason I also had this game highlighted was the Patriots week one. I believe had like it's a division game against like the Dolphins. Yeah. Yeah. Um. This is. Same same situation. This is not necessarily a red alert for either team if they lose this game because Patriots are such a new roster, essentially, with Cam Newton. And the Seahawks, we know what they can do. Um, but this is kind of Cam Newton's resurgence. This is like a re- this is a research test for Cam Newton right here. Um, and it's on a bright light again at Sunday Night Football. And he's going up against one of the best defenses historically and currently in the NFL. So, like... I'm I'm excited to see how Cam Newton does, especially against the Seahawks, because we know like mentally, he he seems like he's locked in based off of what you see from the from the vids and how highly Bill Belichick has talked about him. I think he's locked in, he's ready to perform, and he has something to prove here. Um, whereas the Seahawks, kind of also in the same boat, they've been really good, but like just barely not good enough, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think the Seahawks right now are a team that need to prove that yes, we are still here. And the Patriots, I think, are in the same boat. Uh, I mean, I think there is a little bit of a personality mismatch between Cam Newton and Bill Belichick. Like, I love Cam Newton's style, but you think of Bill Belichick and you don't think of Cam Newton. And, uh, and of course, I mean, Bill Belichick is historically a a, a defensive guy. Like, he was the defensive coordinator for the Giants back when uh, it was uh, uh, Bill Parcells, and they won uh, a Super Bowl in the 90s, I believe. Maybe even two. I don't remember that off the, exactly off the top of my head. But, I mean, that was Bill Belichick. He's a defensive guy. But he's – Bill Belichick is, I mean, the grand wizard of football for a reason. He yeah. controls every asset of the game. And is Cam Newton going to mesh with that? Like, okay, the Miami coming to Foxborough, the Dolphins are, are, are a team right now that, honestly, I probably see Ryan Fitzpatrick starting week one just because they want to get to it some more time. And, I mean, and Ryan Fitzpatrick is – he's – a roller coaster he's hard to predict every Uh week like so i mean i I think i think just the bill belichick system can slow down the dolphins but the bill belichick system with a brand new quarterback going into a very recently top tier team in seattle 
into a stadium that is going to be way foreign territory. It's on the other side of the country. And and I believe Seattle, because I've, I've been trying to do research with this, of the teams that are allowing fans. I believe Seattle is allowing fans, and I, I'm not, but I'm not 100% sure on that. And if they are, that's going to be huge for the Patriots. Yeah. Um, if, if they are allowing fans and it's going to be one of those type of games that, that regard, even if their stadium is half packed, that stadium is still going to be loud, like real loud just because of how the stadium is built itself. Yeah. Um, I do think that the Patriots, they, they have a test out of them in Seattle. And I think, uh, I think that's going to be a statement game for Cam Newton and Bill Belichick as a whole to see, all right, are you guys for real? And can you actually play together? Yep. So. I, 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 those are the two highlights I got. All right. Uh, so let's head week, over to week three. Week three then. Okay. This is going to be an interesting week because I feel like we have a lot of matchups here that are kind of just seemingly out of nowhere. Okay. Um, I think there's one huge one, and I'll save it for a second because it's the last one in the week. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. I just saw all the games. Yeah, this, the yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm oh, gonna, my I'm going to pick one right in the middle of the week, okay? I have the uh-huh. Houston Texans going up against the Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers. <laughs> I just don't know how to speak them. Um, so I think the Texans and the Steelers are both teams that were great last year, maybe two years ago. Maybe not so much the Steelers, but I mean, they've been historically great. The Steelers had a down year last year. Well, but never a losing record, so. Exactly. I think that's the big thing here is that this, the Pittsburgh Steelers have never had a losing record under head coach Mike Tomlin. Right. And I think the Steelers, this might be the worst unit the Steelers have had in a long time. So it, yeah. is this something like, is the Mike Tomlin system still going to work for this Steelers team that doesn't have an excess of talent like it has in the past? And I think the Texans with some of the questionable things that Bill O'Brien has done, are the Texans still an elite team? I mean, I, Deshaun Watson's an elite quarterback. I think it, this is a prove-it year for David Johnson. I think the Texans' O-line is still fairly weak. The Texans lost DeAndre Hopkins, so their number one receiver right now is Will Fuller, and he's been very on and off the field with injuries. Mm-hmm. Like, I, even when he's on the field, it's, he's still pretty streaky. So it, Exactly. It, 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 this is a team that I, I think two teams right now that are – on paper going to be pretty inconsistent this year. And I think this is going to be the chance for one of them to prove that they can be consistent and they can be good. Yeah. I, I personally am not a fan of the Texans right now. Um, I'm actually very, 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 very upset with how they're, how every trade they've made. Like they literally just gift wrapped DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals. Um, and, David Johnson seems to be like obviously Deshaun Watson, but David Johnson's like their best weapon on offense. Obviously Deshaun Watson's a legend, but like a very elite quarterback. But like that's what are what are his options? Who is who's he throwing to? Like like that's that's the biggest thing for me. Um, you can hand the ball off to David Johnson all you want, but like at some point Deshaun Watson, you're gonna have to let him loose or he's gonna be upset. Yep. Okay, I mean, that's all I got for that game. It's pretty much just like it's a... It's a definite it, prove-it game. It's a prove-it game for both teams. Uh, now let's get to the big guy. All right. Monday Night Football, the Kansas City Chiefs are going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. So, oh, this is the gonna be Baltimore Ravens... Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before we get into this too deep, too deep, who do you have winning that game against the Texans Steelers? Texans Steelers, I have the Steelers winning. I actually have the Texans winning that game. Okay, well, we'll have to see then. Anyways, let's let's talk about something really. Now this is the fun. Yeah, yeah, this, this is the this is the, is the one. 
I also like the game Sunday Night Football as well, by the way. Packers-Saints. Yeah. Yes. Pack- I'm ready for Monday I, Night I'm Football. I'm way more enthusiastic about Chiefs-Ravens than Packers-Saints. I mean, you and me both. I think the Packers take a, take a step back this year. I kind of feel like this is going to be a pretty one-sided game, the Packers-Steelers. Chiefs-Ravens, however, I mean, the Ravens were the best team in the NFL last year, and the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. Like, this is the right. AFC Championship game that we could have seen ha- had it not been for the, you know, Ryan, Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill himself. Praise be unto him. Doing the th- doing unholy things in the playoffs. Um, like Derek Derek Henry, man, he yes. did. Oh. Yeah, Whew. that was anyway. that was a fun team to watch. I remember we had a little pickup crew with like six of us for playoffs. I was the only one who said the Titans were going to be the Ravens. I remember Mr. Aki VGC. His exact quotes were in quotation marks. He said, "Titans question mark You're on crack." And look at that. And here we here are. Here we are. <laughs> Um, okay, but Chiefs-Ravens, I mean, this is this is probably the two best quarterbacks in the NFL right now, or at least the, the two most talked about right now. Patrick Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. I really do think yep. you could take either of them and say that, yes, they are the best quarterback in the league right here, right Agreed. now. Agreed. Um, the Chiefs won the Super Bowl last year. They have to go on the road into probably one of the most hostile environment, environments right now, given how insanely stacked the Ravens roster is. The Ravens... Yep. Were the best team in the NFL last year. I don't really think they got any worse. I think the the biggest thing that they lost was Hayden Hurst and then uh, Earl Thomas. I'm like, I was gonna say they lost Earl Thomas. Yeah, I mean, and Hayden Hurst was a solid tight end. And he was an option for them, and I think Lamar Jackson really is gonna miss him. But I think they can compensate for it. Earl Thomas is gonna yes. be a little bit of a different story, but I think the Ravens secondary is good enough to compensate as well. Okay. Um. And the Ravens have the easiest strength of schedule in the NFL, which is crazy to me that the best team in the NFL gets from last year has the easiest strength of schedule. This is, a, I would say, objectively their most difficult game, and it's in week three. Um, yeah, so it was – We the were teams talking are, about that before, exactly, too, yeah. about the strength of schedule. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, both the teams are going to be super motivated to win this game. I think it's just going to be an absolute slugfest. Like, I, I would put it on the same level as the Chiefs-Rams game from, uh, I think, two years ago on Monday Night Football. Yeah. Like, yes. I could, I really, I could really see something like that. Yeah, like a 54-51 game? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. 100% agree. So That's, that's definitely the game. Yeah, I, I, think, I think it's definitely a huge slugfest. Yes. I, I think that's the game of the week for obvious reasons. And... I don't think it's really like a prove-it game. Like, whoever loses that game, I think, is still a great team. I think it's still mm-hmm. in a great position to win their division and still in a great position to make the playoffs. I'm excited to watch it. That's why I think it's the game of the week. Yes. So, my biggest thing, uh, you, you started to speak on, or you said this about how the secondary can compensate for the missing of Earl Thomas. I agree for Every other team that they play this season, except for the Kansas City Chiefs. That's very fair. That's very fair. Like, every if, other if, team they play, there was, it's fine. If there was one team the Ravens are really going to miss Earl Thomas against, it's probably the Chiefs. Because, dog, Tyreek Hill is too quick. Yeah. They have too many weapons on offense. Like, this, it's going to be terrifying. Tyreek Hill is, Earl a, Thomas is a cheat code. He like, is. He, He's literally he, a cheat code. Patrick Mahomes literally can just say, you know what? I'm going to toss it up. Tyreek's probably somewhere around there, <laughs> right. and he'll bring it in for a touchdown. It, like, it, that's it, that's how it, ridiculous exactly. it is. Exactly. It, it's like a game of fetch. Patrick Mahomes is going to yeah. throw it as far as he can, and Tyreek Hill will be there. doesn't matter where exactly. Tyreek Hill started. He'll be there. Exactly. All right, um, let's talk week four. Okay, hold on. Prediction for the winner, though. I have the Ravens winning. 
I actually have the Chiefs winning because of the Earl Thomas thing. Okay, that's fair. We'll see. We'll see how, Again, how big of an impact. Still this. think it's going to be that fifty point. Both yeah, uh, teams I mean, score fifty point and, blowout. And like, and like I said, like I said, even if whoever loses that game, because somebody will, unless they tie, which that would I, honestly that'd be the worst that would case be scenario. Wild. That'd be worst. Oh, case that'd be scenario. crazy. But it was, somebody's going to lose that game, and I don't think that's going to really reflect badly on the loser, whoever it is. I think they're both still Agreed. great teams this season. Agreed. 100% agree with that statement. So we're going to move over to week four. Um, I was looking through the regular games. I really wanted to – I'm going to point this out now just because I kind of want to say something about it. Um, I really want to take a look. This isn't one of the key games I picked, but that Browns-Cowboys game is actually gonna, very intriguing to me, um, mostly because I have the Cowboys losing that game. But I like, have the Cowboys winning that game. <laughs> that's actually wild. Um, I think the Browns are going to figure out something. Because I have the Browns beating that Bengals, like the Bengals in week two, like I said. Yeah. And then the Browns the Browns are in a momentum swing, right? They play the Redskins week three. Uh-oh. I don't think the Redskins are the exact. Oh, you're right. The Washington football team. Yeah. Pause. You're right. Uh, the, f- the football team. I don't think they're going to uh, I don't think they're going to do much against them. <laughs> they're not going to match up with the Browns. And then the Browns are going to have a little bit of momentum going into this Dallas game in Jerryland. And I think that the Cowboys are going to do cowboy things. Potentially is that. But that's not the game I want to talk about. I want to save my boys for the last one because I think that game is going to be absolute craziness yeah, if, it, if everyone's healthy. That's a huge game. So my huge highlight game or one of the one of the less high, bigger highlight games was actually uh, Monday Night Football. The reason I have the Falcons and Packers highlighted this week is I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know where or what the reasoning behind it is. But for some god-awful reason, the Falcons decide to go like 5-11, and 11, but they pop off on Monday Night Footballs. I've learned this firsthand because we always play them in Monday Night Football scenarios. And the Falcons are like a different different breed in Monday Night Football um, with – the fact that they – Julio Jones is, in, is phenomenal, like amazing wide receiver in the league. And Matt Ryan isn't a terrible quarterback. He has his moments. There's a reason he was an MVP and was in a Super Bowl even though he lost. Like there's a reason he was there. He's, he's, a, good, he's a good quarterback. But they have to go all the way to Lambeau to play against the Packers who are going to kind of be reeling because of the week before. They have to play the Saints in New Orleans and then they they have like two division games to open up the season or something like that and it's like once against the Vikings Lions there's not so much in, in, in craziness but like there that's like, I think that's a momentum week for the Packers like if they don't win it they're gonna kind of reel a lot yeah but Matt Ryan's insane yeah. I don't know what he what he does on Monday Night Footballs but he just shows up yeah I think I think the Falcons and the Packers are in similar ish situation right now where they have great quarterbacks who are probably going to be in the league another like three to four years. And then finally be there. People are going to finally start talking about like, okay, when is Aaron Rodgers done? When is, when is Matt Ryan done? I think they both have great offensive weapons. I think the Packers have the better defense for sure for the Falcons. And I think that's going to be the difference maker. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I, I get the feeling that Dan Quinn is a lame duck coach right now. Like I think he's on his way out. And unless the Falcons are incredibly impressive this year, which I don't see happening personally, I, 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 I see Dan Quinn on his way out. And I think this is going to be a big game for the Packers to win, to be like, yes, we are still dominant. Yes, agreed. And I think the Falcons aren't going to let them just roll, o- roll them over either. And that's why I have this highlighted. I don't know what it is about Monday Night Football and the Falcons, but they just always catch my eye, and it pisses me off that they have to catch my eye on Monday Night Football. That's fair. Because it's usually against the Eagles. Speaking of the Eagles, Sunday Night Football. We heading on over to San Francisco 
49ers, Philadelphia Eagles. As a Philadelphia Eagles fan, it pains me to say that I feel like we're going to lose this game. But I think this game's going to be wild. Like, the Eagles have one of the best run defenses in the league. And they're going up against a team who likes to run the ball quite a bit. Kyle Shanahan takes well after his father. And, I mean, okay, as a football, as a Broncos and a football fanatic, like, we're, t- we're talking, like, old-fashioned Terrell Davis, outside zone, power running style. It's the exact same thing that Kyle Shanahan runs. And, again, the Eagles do have a great run defense. Like, I, I know they had huge corner issues last year, and I do think they have solved them. And I think the Eagles have one of the better if, better defenses in the league right now. I think the 49ers still have one of the better defenses in the league right now, even mm-hmm. though they have lost a lot of key pieces as well. I believe... They still um, got Bosa. Yeah, they still got Nick Bosa. They still got Richard Sherman, who is older, but I think has even, has even transformed his game. Like, I think he's playing a much more wise thinkerman game rather than a, a rather than an, an instinctive doer type game. Yeah, so, agreed. Um, I think the 49ers' defense is... is or the, the defense, what? The 49ers' offense is still solid. Uh, I think the Eagles' offense is still solid. And I, I, I think this will be a very competitive game, provided the Eagles are healthy, which I think is the biggest question mark for the Eagles this year. Always. Always is. And uh, I've been following real close with that because, you know, I am an Eagles fan. I, we did fire like our entire medical staff, just got rid of them, got new people in there um, to help out with that, which I agree with. They did a good job with that. We 100%, as long as people are, obviously, as long as people are healthy, solved our secondary issue, which was the only, honestly the biggest thing holding the Eagles back. Like, even our offense wasn't even holding us back as much as our secondary was holding us back. Like, our offense came in with, like, practice squad players and won games. That's what kind of got me, like, reeling a little bit. And we brought back some of those dudes, like Greg Ward's playing. Alshon Jeffrey's healthy right now. Um, we have Deshaun Jackson back who's healthy. They have a lot of weapons, and Deshaun Jackson, regardless of how old he gets, is still, like, 99 speed Madden rating. Like, that's how yeah. crazy quick he is. Um, but, like, and Miles Sanders was coming off a big year where he had to step up when Jordan Howard got hurt. Boston Scott, we picked up uh, Corey Clement, who was on the Super Bowl team. Like, it's it's, it's going to be a different offense the Eagles are going to put out. And I know that just because of who we had on the field last season and who we have on the field this season. Health is the most important thing. But I think with the offense that they are going to try to run, which I think is going to be primarily like that screens, and they're going to have big, big play wins downfield to like Alshon Jeffrey type of things to Sean Jackson, which they were showing hints of at the beginning of the season before everybody got hurt. I think that's what they're going to bust out. They're going to actually make it really, really hard on defenses to hold them. Unfortunately, this game, I think the Niners defense does a great job of it, um, especially since we the Eagles have to go on the road. But I do think this is going to be a much uh, a significantly closer game than I think most people are going to make it out to be. I think it's going to be a, a little more high scoring just because of the running. By high scoring, I mean like not like 50s, right? Not like yeah. that crazy shootout that we expect. I, I could see I'm like, a, like more a 30 like, to 27 type of game. That's what I was, I was like 31, 28, 30, 27. That was, my, that, was in my, that was in my ballpark. I was even like 28, 24 like was the lowest score I could see this game going. Okay. And I don't think it's because of bad defenses. So then either. final verdict. I think it's a really good defense. Final verdict who wins this game. I say Niners, unfortunately. I do as well. Um, I like I like what the Eagles have going for them this season. I actually have them starting on I think three wins. Because we play the you Redskins play the, week one. The who? Uh, darn it! It's written in <laughs> here. I gotta change that. The Washington football team week one. <laughs> um 
who do we got week two? The Rams. The Rams week two, and then we have the, the Bengals. The Bengals week three. So like, I think we're gonna start the season strong, but this is the biggest. Te- this is like the earliest big test for the Eagles. And we're gonna see those a couple more down the road. Um, and I'm, I have highlighted a couple of those, and not because I'm an Eagles fan, because I know that those games are the biggest games of the week. Honestly. Yes. All right, uh, really quickly, I want to point out one more thing in week four. I just want to throw this out here so that I seem like a wizard when I'm right. Joe Burrow wins his first game as the starting quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals in week four against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And I I, I think that's the Joe Burrow coming out party. I I had him winning week one. Uh, I know. I think I think more highly of the Chargers than you do. Uh, You definitely do. You 100% do. Like, I like the the Chargers. Kind of like, is Justin Herbert? That's his name. Yes, like he's solid. Like I think he's at he, or- I, like he was at Oregon. He's solid. I think. I, like I mean, I think Tyrod Taylor will be the starter at that point. That's true. Tyrod Taylor and Tyrod Taylor is also very yeah, solid. I, like, I watched Justin. I don't Herber- know what it is about the Chargers. I watched Justin. I, I just have no confidence. My, I, I went to the University of Nevada, just like how I talked about Michael Gallup. I watched Justin Herbert play with my own eyes when we played Oregon. They won, I believe, seventy-seven to six. Like, Jeez, like Justin. Dude. I mean, J- Justin Herbert is for real. I, I really, I think very highly of him. I think he's going to be uh, translate well. I think he's a solid quarterback. I, I watched uh, some of his games because I really like Oregon as a whole. I just honestly, I used to pick them all the time in NCAA games. Mm-hmm. So I just like using. So I watched them and Duke and ball. So, yes, for sure. I think he'll be the starter before the season's over for sure. I think so, too. But, but I think uh, it'll be Tyrod Taylor by, by week one when they do play the Bengals. I think they might lose to the Bengals because they don't play Justin Herbert. Really? OK, well, we'll have to see. Maybe that was the game of the week, week one. But anyways, let's talk week five. Who knows? I'm ready. Okay. First one, I have kind of an, an uh, uh, odd one, okay? Okay. All right. I mean, I'm here for it. We're, Let's be, we're in, I'm, I, you, you have a more knowledgeable <laughs> mind on me with this than I do. We're at 1 p.m. in Nashville, Tennessee, out here on the West Coast. It's the ass crack of dawn. But I have the Buffalo Bills going into Nashville to play the Tennessee Titans. Interesting. Uh, I think this is going to be a good game here. And the reason why is because this is finally the chance for the Bills to be the team to beat in the AFC East. I think I mean Oh that's true. I think yeah. the Bills last year we saw that they are they're solid and I don't think they've taken a step back. In fact, I think they got even better since they picked up in particularly Stefan Diggs. Yeah, that's true. I forgot they picked up Diggs. And I think the Patriots have taken a huge step back as well. Um I do have the, we'll talk later, but I do have the Patriots being a playoff team, but I have the Bills winning this division. I also have the page I've it flipped. I have the Bills being a playoff team and the Patriots winning the division. See, and I also have the Titans winning the AFC South. I think this is going to be a great game because I think, in my opinion, this is the two favorites to, favorites to win their respective divisions. Agree. I okay. think yeah. we're going to see that Bills defense, who is incredibly solid, going up against that Titans offense led by Derrick Henry. Who, I mean, have you ever tried to to stop a, like a freight train? I haven't, but on paper it Not sounds personally. difficult. <laughs> I think this is going to yeah. be a great game because we're going to see a great defense trying to stop this single man, and I kind of don't think they do. I have the Titans winning I, this game. I kind of don't think so either. I might, matter of fact, I'm not even going to say kind of. I don't think they're going to stop Derrick Henry. They shafted my boy Derrick Henry, by the way. Top 10 running backs. They put him in like 9 or 10, I think. And, man, I think he's top like four or five in my opinion yeah i'm inclined to uh, agree he's, he's insane he's insane they had joe mixon above him and i was mi- i was mad about it like joe uh, mixon's talented joe, not, i don't think he's better than derrick henry yeah no joe mixon is solid for sure but oh, yeah I'm, I'm with you on i'm with you on it's, the i'm with you on the titans bills yeah game, yeah it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a very fun game to watch um the other game i have we've already talked about the seahawks but 
Let's talk Sunday night football. The Minnesota Vikings going into Seattle this time. Um, Why not? I feel like we're going to have the Seahawks on our on our list of games for a while. I do, too, because I think the Seahawks are a little bit of a question mark team this year because Russell Wilson was an MVP candidate. If Lamar Jackson didn't have the year he did, I mean, I think Russell Wilson is your MVP. Agreed. Um, Russell I mean, Wilson had a special kind of Russell year. Russell Wilson's been to two Super Bowls. He's won one of them, and sure, that was five, six years ago. I still think Russell Wilson— Should have to. I think I think— Russell Wilson is a top five quarterback in the league. He might even be like top one if you could, if you account for the fact that Tom Brady, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers are a little bit older. Even Ben Roethlisberger. I personally think Russell Wilson is. It, it, it's literally Mahomes for me. It's Mahomes, Jackson, Russ. Yeah, for like right now. Exactly. Like it's like, That's how good Russell exactly. Wilson is. Exactly. I think Russell Wilson is a very solid quarterback. Um, but he's going to be playing against a fairly solid Vikings defense and a fairly solid mm-hmm. Vikings offense. Um, yeah. I think the big reason I have this is because I think the Vikings are going to be just as good as last year, if not maybe slightly worse. But we have uh, the huge narrative that always comes up is we got Kirk Cousins under the brightest lights on a primetime game playing a very difficult team on the road. And I think this is going to be a bad narrative for Kirk Cousins. I think people are going people are going to be like, ha ha, Kirk Cousins, what a dork. He can't win on on primetime games. No primetime. Yep. But I I feel like most of the statistics are stacked because don't the Vikings play like really good teams in primetime? Only yeah, they always play teams that are statistically better than them in primetime yeah. games. Yeah. Okay. So I think this Dude is going to be Dude can go 10 and 6 and his two ga- like six lo- all six of his losses are all in primetime games, but he still won 10 games, exactly. like, you know? I I think this is a, I think is. this is a big game for both teams. I think both of them are not not favorites to win their division, but definitely contenders to win the division. So I think this is going to be a big game for both. I do have the Seahawks winning this game, however. Also true. I just think the Seahawks are just better. Yeah. Honestly, like, nothing else I need to say about that. I just think they're better. Russell Wilson, the third best quarterback in the league behind Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes in my eyes. Yep. I just, just, yeah, I'm inclined to agree with the Seahawks winning that game. We're doing pretty good on agreeing, except for, like, you know, a couple points. But, hey, we're doing good. Yeah. I, I think when we talk playoffs, it'll be a little bit different. It's gonna be a lot of bit different, but right now we're 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 doing we were through five weeks and we're we're pretty on a, on the same similar terms here. Until we get to playoffs, exactly. It's yeah. all the other games that we don't like. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so we're moving on to week six then. Correct. Any other points you need to make? About I, week I, five I got week five. Week five is kind of a little bit of a lame week, if I'm being honest. I think another one to maybe mention is Broncos Patriots. Uh, true. I think yeah. that's kind of just one to toss out there and leave it and be like anybody like any like it's kind of your it's your hook it on the end of your hook and you're just going to kind of throw it into the lake and see if anything bites. I kind of like Thursday night football, too. Not going to lie. Yeah. Bucks Bears will be interesting, too. But I, yeah, week five is a little bit of an odd week for sure. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Uh, so we're going to move over to week six, which is my week. And we're actually going to highlight a little bit of NFC East uh, again. And we're going to kick things off with Sunday. We got the Ravens and the Eagles. And this one's in Philly. And the reason I have this game highlighted is because, again, it's the same thing as the Niners, right? I think this is going to be the same thing as, like, Ravens-Chiefs, right? You see how, like, the Ra- like not, like, high-scoring 50 points games, right? Again, I still think it's going to be, like, like one of those 28-24 or maybe even, like, 34-24 type of games. Um, but, like... Uh, again, I think this is potentially as long again, as long as the Eagles are healthy, everyone is playing, the Ravens are gonna have troubles with receivers because they're missing Earl Thomas. 
Like that safety position is really, really, really exposed for the Eagles receivers because the Eagles have one of the best receiving cores in the league, in my honest opinion. Like, if everyone's healthy, Alshon Jeffrey at his best, Deshaun Jackson at his best, Jalen Rager is pretty good. Miles Sanders is one of the best receiving backs in the league, along with Corey Clement. Like, I think they're really great receiving backs. And I've even started on Zach Gertz and Dallas Goddard. Like, those are weapons, right? That's a, that's, that's a crazy offense receiving-wise, right? I think this is where they're going to miss Earl Thomas, but I think the Ravens match up extremely well with them, and they give them really bad mismatches on defense in particular because Lamar Jackson. Yep. <laughs> that's, like about, that's all I have to say about that is Lamar Jackson's Lamar Jackson. And that's where the Eagles are going to struggle. I think... I think uh, they're going to start questioning their cornerbacks this week, but I think the Eagles are going to. I think the Eagles are going to lose this game. Uh, even I don't know they're at home. I, I, I get it, but I think the Ravens. Lamar Jackson is just going to ball out against them again. As long as everyone's healthy, doing their thing, I think it's going to be like a 28-24 or maybe even a little bit lower, maybe like twenty-four twenty type of game. But I think I think like the Eagles will score. They'll get a they'll get a couple they'll get a couple on the board, but. Lamar Jackson's another breed, and that's what's going to set the difference maker there. I, I mean, I, I'm agreeing with almost everything that you said. I think if there were a team in the NFL this year to go 16-0, and 0, perfect season, undefeated, it's the Baltimore Ravens. But I, do you have any idea how hard that is? Like, I think the Ravens oh, extremely. are going to lose games. I, this is the first game I have the Ravens losing this season. I have the Eagles winning it. Wow. Well, I <laughs> didn't think we'd be in this position, right? did we? Where you're like, now nah, the Eagles lose. And I'm like, no, your favorite team actually wins here, silly. Yeah, it's, um, I think the Eagles have a very winnable game as long as they're healthy. But like, again, like, that's what I mean, though. That Earl Thomas difference maker is going to be huge against particular teams, like, where they have multiple receivers that are good. Like, like, not just, you know, you got your Chargers who have Keenan Allen, but then they have like, like they, good receivers, but not like a great receiving core as a whole, right? Yeah. You have like that stud, but then you're like, okay, well, you can lock that up with some other people. You have help. But like the Eagles, you have Ertz, Goddard, Jeffrey, Jackson. Rager's actually really good. Uh, they got that dude from Boise State. What, uh, some Ju- Justin something? Justin Jefferson or dude, something like that? I don't know. No, that's not Justin Jefferson. I, I'm not familiar with uh. him. Uh, Eagles receivers. Uh, that, that, he's tall. He's huge. He's like uh, John Hightower. That's his name. Oh, okay. He's, he's a stud. Uh, uh, Artega Whiteside's coming into his own, and we, uh, uh, Marquise Goodwin's not playing, unfortunately. That would be a really good asset for us. And then the Greg Ward Jr. You, you, you already know what he can do, right? Yeah. This the the the, the, the studs that come out of the Eagles is ridiculous. If everyone's healthy and ready to play, that's a that's that's gonna be tough for the Ravens. I still think the Ravens win it. I can see the Eagles winning that game. Like, to me, it's like a 60-40 split. That's how close I feel like this game's going to be. Yeah, it's going to be a no-lighter for sure. I think it's one of the better games in the league. But clearly, since you talked about it first, you must have a better one. Um, After talking about it, I don't think so. But I actually think this game's going to be really interesting. Um, Surprisingly, I don't like to talk highly about this team ever when given the opportunity. But uh, we are going to head to Monday night. We're gonna hold. We're gonna go to Jerry World. We're gonna see the Arizona Cardinals take on the Dallas Cowboys. I was hoping. The reason you'd I'm highlighting. I really was. Now the reason I'm highlighting this game. The Cowboys are gonna. I, I have the Cowboys winning this game. I as well. I'm gonna st- start with there. I'm gonna start there. However, I think the Cowboys are gonna get exposed this game, like hard, like running quarterback, like uh, running quarterback, who has the option to just toss it up to one of the best, if not the best, receiver in the league is really going to hurt the Cowboys more than anything. 
they're going to see some holes, and I think that's when defenses are going to start to figure out, oh, you know, or offense are going to be like, oh, oh, that's all we got to do? Okay, we got y'all. I think the Cowboys are going to pull out a dub just because Zeke is going to be unstoppable. I don't think the Cardinals have the ability to stop him. Um, nor they, I don't think they have the ability to stop the offense in general, but I don't think the Cowboys defense is going to stop the Cardinals. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, like, like up there. Like, I think the Cowboys are going to drop like 38 points on their head. I don't think I don't think it's gonna be a crazy blowout. Like maybe even like I think it might be a two-score win. I, I I don't know if I call that a blowout necessarily, but like 38-24. Like I think that's gonna be the, the difference maker. But I think the Cardinals are gonna put up big numbers. It's gonna be like a. I see it's gonna be like Cardinals leading a half, Cowboys come out second half. Like all right, we're gonna ball out against y'all and just our offense is gonna get moving. Type of type of situation. Yeah, I think it's definitely gonna be an exciting game. I mean, the Cliff Kingsbury offense. Cliff Kings Cliff Kingsbury is a student of of a man by the name of Mike Leach, who is now the head coach at Mississippi State. For the long time was a head coach at uh, Washington State, Was for the long time was a head coach at Texas Tech. And the, right. the, the, the offense that he is most known for, it, it's the air raid. And I know this just because I spend way too much time, more than I should, uh, learning about football. And, and that is why Eric is here on the podcast that's today. Your, that's what it is. The air raid offense is all about moving parts. Like, I think a big reason why the car, I mean, other than the fact that the Texans lost DeAndre freaking Hopkins, um, I, the Cardinals won the David Johnson DeAndre Hopkins trade because the air raid offense doesn't use a lot of running back thing. Like the running backs are are extra blockers. The running backs are checkdowns. Like you rarely see running plays in the air raid offense. With DeAndre Hopkins, with somebody who I think Kyler Murray takes a giant step in the right direction. I mean, based on the la- the last the trend of the last two years, where we saw second year quarterbacks both become in the last two years MVPs, and Carson Wentz. Yeah, and even Carson Wentz the year before, who was definitely the favorite to win the MVP before the Rams happened. Like. Or before he tore yeah. his. Oh, yeah, that's right. He tore it against the yeah. Rams. I was like, you mean. I was like, exactly the ACL. Exactly. Um, and I, if that trend continues, I think Kyler Murray is for sure the favorite for that to happen to. Though, Dark Horse, you heard it here, Drew Locke. But that's Broncos bias, 110%. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I, I, like I think Kyler Murray takes giant right leaps this year. And I, I agree with just about mm-hmm. everything you said. I think the Cowboys win this game, but I think the Cowboys realize that they are not invincible. Yeah, when the, yeah. yeah. no, I, I think the Cowboys win, but that, that DeAndre Hopkins is going to give them some trouble. And I think that's going to open the doors for some really big weeks later down to the road for the Cowboys. Because, like, they have they have the Redskins next week, which eh, is what it is. But they got, the, they got the Eagles the week after that on Sunday Night Football. And we will talk much more about that later yes. down the road. <laughs> All right. Um, but, yeah, I like that I like that Cowboys-Cardinals game. Yes, I, really I do, do as well. Another shout-out, I think 49ers-Rams will be interesting too. I also think that game was going to be interesting, but I really wanted to highlight the Ravens-Eagles game because I feel like that game is going to be Yes, wild. I agree. All right. Uh, I think this is the first time neither of us have talked about a primetime game. Or where – I think I said that sentence poorly. By week seven games, I'm going to point out. Uh, this is the first time I don't think either of us have picked a primetime game to talk about. Um, okay. I'm going to talk about two afternoon games on Sunday. The first one I want to talk about is the Kansas City Chiefs rolling into Denver. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I actually really like this matchup. I really like this matchup as well, and I do think the Chiefs win this. I'm going to say that now. And mm-hmm. then this is even with Broncos bias. I think the Chiefs and the Broncos are going to be the contenders for the AFC West this year. The Chiefs just won the Super Bowl. It's hard to believe they'll lose the AFC West this year. But I think the Broncos are going to make giant steps forward. I think if you consider every single individual group, running backs, wide receivers, O-line, D-line, linebackers, secondary, the Broncos have a, t- a 
top 50% of the league unit. I think they're in the top 16 for every single one of those units. The biggest question mark right now is quarterback. I really like Drew Locke, but is he for real? And I think just like how we said with Kyler Murray just a moment ago, these year two quarterbacks are trending towards making these giant leaps. And I'm hoping he does it for personal reasons. Um, I think this is going to be the first, I think the chiefs are going to win this game, but they are going to realize we can't just sleep on the AFC West this year. Like we did last year. I think, I think the chiefs are going to realize that the Broncos came to play for the crown this season. Yes. Um, and on the point of the second, second year quarterbacks, like Patrick Mahomes was that way, like Wentz, and then they like just recently, uh, did we have someone? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. It was his second year. Like it's. Yeah, these these quarterbacks even are like upwards. you Do can I think even make the argument Josh Allen too. I think Josh Allen made a pretty big leap last year too. It did he did? I agree with that. Um, it wasn't MVP caliber, but it was like, I mean, he good. brought the Bills to the playoffs. Really exactly. Like the um, Bills, the Bills were I the think... easy five seed the majority of the season. Yeah, that's true. Um, I do think though that the Cardinals are going to be the better, like Kyler Murray is going to be the better quarterback. I, I, I think the that's the easiest unit. thing to say, and I think I think it's a little bit of a hot take. Is that I think, I think that's one of my hot takes, and I I think it's fueled by Broncos bias. I think Drew Locke has a better year than than Kyler Murray. I think Drew Locke's going to have. That's where I, I I was going to come in with the question mark. I think Drew Locke could have a better year that's than fair. Kyler Murray. Do I think it's going to be Kyler? Yes. But, like, Drew Locke has that potential, and I think he could pop off. I, and, again, I, I'm with you. I really like Drew Locke. Like, I really like Drew, Drew Locke. And I'm glad he's in another completely opposite away from us so we don't have to worry about him ever. Like, unless we meet you in, like, a Super Bowl, we ain't got to worry about you yep. mostly, most of the time. Um, this specific game, I do have the Chiefs as well, but I agree with exactly what you said. This is going to be a performance. Drew Locke is going to be like, this is a, this is a show-out performance because at home against the juggernaut team that just won the super bowl is the best team in your division and you're like nah we're going out there we want to win the game and that's that's also the chiefs are gonna be like okay hold on time out when did the broncos come to back, play back i need y'all to take a back seat because y'all 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 ain't supposed to be this good yep. yet all right well, do you have anything else for that one i was waiting i was waiting for your okay. other highlight I'm, the I'm, other one I, the other one i want to talk though. about is an, is the other sunday afternoon game and the san francisco 49ers taking on the new england patriots i thought you were going to talk about seahawks cardinals but i'm ready for this no season. seahawks cardinals will be interesting too for sure but um this one is, i think is going to be interesting because there is the jimmy garoppolo narrative on top of all this there okay. is Jimmy Garoppolo's return to Foxborough, which I, I believe is the first time it has happened, given that you know, NFC, AFC teams don't play each other every four years. So I think there's going to be a huge narrative here. I mean, I think there's I think there's this wild conspiracy theory about why Bill Belichick said yes to trading Jimmy Garoppolo, and it's because he knew it would piss Tom Brady off to keep him because Jimmy Garoppolo was sniffing Tom Brady's ass waiting to take his spot. And I think Bill Belichick wanted to save relationships with Tom Brady as well. And the reason why he said yes to the 49ers is because he knew the 49ers are on the other side of the country. We're only going to play them once every four years unless we both make it to the Super Bowl. I think this is going to be Bill Belichick realizing maybe he had something better with Jimmy Garoppolo than he did. I goofed. Which would mean you goof. Oh, he goofed. goofed. Okay. I'm like, like, what did you do? What did you goof? I did nothing wrong. Yeah. Uh, Bill Belichick, on the other hand, is going to realize. I think though. Bill Belichick is going to realize, like, maybe I think he might have a little bit of regret kind of story. Like, maybe I should have kept Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo was a little bit of a 
controversial. I don't want controversial is not the word I'm looking for, but it's the idea that like you know Jimmy Garoppolo in the NFC Championship game threw seven passes. Like, so yeah. is Jimmy Garoppolo even here, or or is this the Kyle Shanahan system that's making Jimmy Garoppolo this great? Um, I think this is going to be a huge game to prove that point, and that's why I have the Patriots winning this game. Oh. I actually have the Niners winning this game. I think it'll be. I think it'll be but an interesting game. I think it'll be a lot closer than I than like I could see the Patriots coming the, out. The fact it. that you that we are disagreeing on this is what makes this interesting to me. I this is definitely a toss up game, and I think this is going to be one of the better games mm-hmm. this week. Yeah, I think the Niners kind of show out, but I definitely could see the Patriots pulling out an upset, uh, quote unquote, upset win on this one. All right, I'm ready to talk week eight. Week eight. I know you're ready to talk week eight. Week eight's going to be a fun week. We have some really fun matchups this week. I'm not going to cap. We have Vikings-Packers. You know, honestly, I, I kind of like the Raiders-Browns matchup. Not going to cap. I really like the, Fal- uh, really like the Falcons-Panthers on Thursday night, too, which is weird. Same. Cal- um, uh, Saints-Bears is really good this week, too. Uh, uh mm, like I'm, I'm like, ooh, these look like fun matchups, but neither of those games are going to get talked about. This is an exciting week. First off, week eight is insanely fun. Titans Bengals, I think, is also going to be really good. This is going to be a fun week to watch. Bills Patriots too. Sorry, fun week, like just crazy good week. I'm gonna kick things off in Seattle. We're gonna go over to the Niners in Seattle game. Um, we're in Seattle. We already know what both teams can bring to the table. We know how crazy it was for them last season, how close that division was last season. And I think this is going to basically narrate and script the rest of the season for both teams. I think who wins this actually goes on to win the division, personally. Right? I know they have another matchup down the road. I know it's going to happen again. But I think this is the matchup that is going to dictate whether or not someone wins the division now. Granted, they're all playing like how I think they're gonna play. Yeah, yeah, right. I think going into this week, they're going like five and two. Like they're both going in. We're like doing. Six and we're one we're doing an injury off like Madden sim, sim right now. Like on paper, this right, on exactly. paper this is huge for the NFC West. Right. I have the Seattle Seahawks winning the game, but like squeaking out the game. Like it's gonna be like a Jimmy G choked type of situation like this is going to be like the Seahawks didn't win the game the Niners lost the game type of scenario like a missed field goal type of crap right because then it's going to be more like I think I think that's the type of game we're going to have and it's in Seattle so I think Seattle's going to win it but this is the game that Jimmy G might actually get exposed because you were talking about it last week how oh can Jimmy G actually show up I was thinking about it for this week like the Seattle defense is no joke Um, Jimmy G threw, again, seven passes, NFC Championship game. Seahawks are good at stopping the run. Also, the Niners don't have the same running backs they did last season. I think they kept Raheem Mostert, and that was it. I know. I think Matt Breed is in the Dol- with the Dolphins now. That's the only one I remember yeah. off the top of my head. I think they kept, like, Raheem Mostert, and that was it. Like, they had, like, a uh, Breida and Mostert. It was, like, crazy two- twin-headed dragon type of running back yep. scenario. I think they can stop it, and it's it's going to be a difference maker for Seattle to win this game. But I, I personally think that Seattle pulls it off. It's going to be a, it's going to be an exposure game for Jimmy G and, and Russell Wilson's about to show them why they're uh, why they're the best. Yeah, team. I think the biggest thing this year is is home field advantage still a thing in the NFL in the current state of the NFL right now. Um, 
if it is the Seahawks, I think win this, no doubt. But I think because home field advantage might not be such a big factor given the pandemic, I think this is a closer game. I do have the Seahawks still winning, however. Yeah, like I said, I think it's going to come down to like some craziness, like a missed yeah. goal or something stupid it's like that. Definitely good. Um, hey, you already know what the second highlight of the week is. You are, you got to know, right? Yeah. Cowboys, Eagles, Philly, Sunday night football. Eagles, I know for a fact, are not allowing fans in their stadium this season. But, regardless, Philly, I think they're going to have just as much noise because they're probably going to do what the NBA is doing and hockey is doing and putting the virtual fans in and doing all that. Like, they're going to have just as much noise, in my opinion, right? The Eagles, this is the game they have to win. It's not even like a... It's week eight, but this game's a must-win in my eyes. If you're an Eagles, if you're if you're on the Eagles and you're in that locker room, you it's playoff football for this game type of situation. You have one of the most questionable secondaries, right? Who has been going through completely rebuilt to take on personally to take on this Cowboys team. They are built to take on this Cowboys team. That's one of the biggest reasons they went out and grabbed the corners they did. Moved Jalen Mills specifically to strong safety. They let Malcolm Jenkins rock. Jalen Mills could uh, rise. I know Malcolm Jenkins didn't want to play much more for the team anyway. Uh, it makes sense. I think Philly wins the game, but I think this is actually going to be also a slugfest. I don't think it's going to be that 17-9 and week 16 matchup we had because, again, if everyone's healthy, I don't think we're going to have that 17-9 nonsense. I'm going to see more like that first matchup. The Cowboys blew out the Eagles. I think it's going to be like that, except the Eagles actually show up and win the game. It's going to be like 34-31. Like, the Dallas Cowboys have such a hyper-offensive team. Their defense is good, but, like, I have knowledge going into it that some people I don't think are going to play. Like, Sean Lee, I don't think he's going to be healthy by then, right? I mean, yeah, that's, I would. it's usually a good gamble to make that Sean yeah, Lee will be healthy. Like, And, like, I don't know what it is about the Cowboys. They always turn up. They do turn up a lot against the Eagles. And they have, like, the second gear, but I think they're going to choke this game away. And I think the Eagles ball out, and Carson Wentz was like, yeah, Dak, I'm here. I'm better. Don't worry about it. All right. <laughs> Are you done uh, gushing, uh, over, Eagles, you know, gushing it, over the birds? This the game's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. This game's I think this whole fun. week is fun. Um, oh, yeah, this is my week. birthday weekend. The Broncos are on by, and that makes me so mad. That's pretty rough. It's rough. Like, the last time the Broncos played on my week. birthday, Josh McDaniels was still the head coach. They lost that week, That's I remember. Crazy. They started that season. My birthday week. They started that season 6-0, and had their bye week, had their Ooh. bye week, and then lost their first game of the season right off of bye week on my birthday, and then they finished the season 8-8. Eight and eight. <laughs> That's yeah, tough, it was, bro. trust me. Yes. Well, my birthday week, the day before my birthday, we have Chiefs Ravens, so let's let's. That's talk. fair. Okay, that's a good birthday present. We'll see Who do the Raiders goes. play? Because if there's one thing, ah, oh, they play the Bills. That's a win. Oh no, they don't. Oh, that's week four. Raiders play the Browns. Cool. Oh, that'd be fun. Okay, that's a good present too. If if the Broncos can't win <laughs> on my birthday, I would love to watch the Raiders lose. All right. Shout out to Vegas. Getting right. Blocked. All right. Um. Let's right. Le Eagles, let's talk week nine. Boys, birds. Boys and the birds is huge. Week eight. I think week eight is huge. Period. And that brings us to week nine, which is a weird week for sure. I think you look yes. at some of these matchups. You have a lot of interdivision or interconference matchups. 
I think this is kind yeah. of like a break week. Like this is kind of like a week eight was is like the mini boss, right? Like that's the midpoint of the season. Week nine is kind of like your okay, let's reset, <laughs> let's get back into it type of type mm-hmm. of week. So I think we have some very interesting, strange matchups. Um, in particular, I want to point out quickly the Bears Titans, the Bills Seahawks, the Dolphins Cardinals, and the old fashioned rivalry uh, Cowboys Steelers. I think those are four interesting okay. games that are all inter interconference and I think are going to be important games for all eight of those teams. However, the two I'm going to point out are pair primetime games. First things first, on Thursday night football, we have the Green Bay Packers going into San Francisco. I was looking at this game. This too. is going to be an interesting game because I, I don't know if you remember, but I remember because at my former place of work, uh, my boss is probably the biggest Packers fan I've ever met in my entire life. And we are very close okay. to San Francisco. So she was at both of the regular season game and the playoff games. And those were bad Mondays the day after. Like the 49ers slaughtered the Packers, not once, but twice. And now they get to do it on prime time immediately after the Packers had to play the Vikings and the 49ers mm-hmm. have to play the Seahawks. Mm-hmm. That is what's going to oh, make yeah, this game two. huge. It's a short week after both of these teams just had huge weeks. And I think the 49ers do it again. I think the four, like this is the weirdest week to be like, I think this is a key matchup and I think it's going to be a slaughter fest. Like, I think the 49ers are, are going to lose to Seattle in week eight. And I think this is their, this is their statement when like, Hey, that week didn't matter. We are still, one of, if not the best teams in the NFC. And we just showed it by beating the most historic team in the NFL handily. Um, I like it, but, uh, yeah, that is not at all what I was thinking for this game. What were game. you thinking for this game then? Seahawks come in and beat the Niners, right? Week 8. Packers actually, I have the Packers beating the Vikings week 8 um, in Lambeau. I think the Packers ride the momentum this week. Like the Niners just got beat, or the the yeah the Niners got beat, but I think the Broncos or the the Packers are gonna ride this momentum and I think they're gonna win. I don't think it's gonna be like a slugfest. Like I don't think it's gonna be like crazy, but I think the Packers actually win this game. See, I have the Vikings winning Personally. week eight, so I think that's another big reason why I think the Packers lose this game is mm. they're not gonna have the momentum. Okay. Neither of these teams I, will have, have neither of these teams will have the momentum, and I think the 49ers are the more capable team to pivot and and turn it around. Agreed. Yeah, if that's the case, I could go. I could see the Niners winning that game for sure, like in that scenario too. I just think I have the Packers winning Week Eight, so I have them riding the momentum into Week Nine. All right, the other one because it's also a short. The week. other big yeah. one this week is Sunday Night Football: the New Orleans Saints going into Tampa you Bay. Like to read my mind. Yeah, yes. So this is a rematch of Week One, and I even talked about this game in Week One too. But although it was in New Orleans in Week One, it's in Tampa now. I mean, I think this is a big game because I think the Bucks lose this matchup week one, and I think the Bucks win with the matchup week nine. I think I think yes. the Bucks once they understand who they are and how they use all their different pieces, which kind of just feels like this Avengers esque like this Avengers esque team that's just kind of like a bunch of things that you just throw into a room and it's like, all right, do something cool. I think the Buccaneers have identified what that is now, and I think they they make the statement that yes, we are here for the NFC South as well, New Orleans. Yeah, no, no, no. I am the same boat. Exact same boat. I, I agree with that 100%. I have nothing else to add to that. Like, just perfect. I, we we, we talked so much myself. about Bucks Saints uh, in the week one, and I'm, I'm happy with leaving it there. 
Like, there's nothing else needs to be said. I agree exactly what at week one. I agree exactly what you're saying about week two. Or week nine. That matchup's going to be fun to watch for hopefully next, like, this year and next year, hopefully, to come. Yes. Yeah, so. <laughs> uh, so then nothing uh, else to yeah, add. We just yeah, move right over to week, week 10. 10. Um, this, this week is kind of slow. Um, you're going to see some kind of, I think, kind of blowout weeks. Like, you have... The, the, an interesting matchup I like to point out would be Cardinals-Bills. That's not the matchup I want to say. Broncos-Raiders also obviously is intense. Uh, Eagles play the Giants. Dolphins play the Jets. Like, they're, ma- like they're division matchups, but they're not like... They're, they're not the division the, matchups. It's the, it's the, this isn't no, right, this isn't no like, Cowboys-Eagles. This isn't no Seahawks-49ers. This is, this right. is Dolphins-Jets. Right, exactly. And that is why I'd actually like to bring it to one of the... I, I have two games that I'd like to point out, of course. Um, one's going to be Sunday Night Football, but we're going to do that one later because I think that one's going to be very fun for us to talk about. Uh, I like Niners Saints is the one I want to point out first this week. Um, <laughs> the Niners have one of the craziest three-week s- s- slates in the league. Yeah, They play the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle, come home to play the Packers, to go back on the road to play New Orleans. I think because of the... Uh, the, the game that they just had on Sunday Night Football in Week 9, the Saints are going to come out. And yes, yes, I have the Niners on a three-game skid. Don't ask why. But, like, I think the Saints are going to come out and ball out at home against the Niners. Like, like you remember when, uh, like, Drew Brees came back from injury and, he, he like, he had that fire? Yeah. And he just balled out? That's the, that's the Drew Brees I'm expecting this week against the Niners. And then the Niners are going to have, like, the craziest run for the end of the season and basically win every single game in my eyes. But, like, because they're going into a bye week, they're going to recover nicely. I, I think that's how it's going to be for the Niners. But, like, the, the Saints are going to ball out. Like, they are, they are pissed. Like, that Bucks game, we had, we had it. Should have won it type of situation. We're going to take it out on the 49ers. And the 49ers are going to hear it. I don't think it's going to be, like, a crazy blowout, but I think it's going to be, like, a two-score win. Like, Drew Brees is going to ball, ball out. I have the 49ers winning this game, and here's why. I okay. don't think they pivot from losing the Bucks. I think they, I think it kind of hits them hard that yes, we are not indestructible, and I don't think they're ready to win the game yet. Um, I think they lose this game to the 49ers, and they get to beat up a, a crappy team next week in the Falcons. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. I could see that as well. Like I, I we have very different. Like we, I have the Niners on a three-game skid. You have them on a two-game exactly. Win streak. Like yeah. you know, that's like there's there's a difference. Like. All, like the wins and losses of other teams are providing our storylines for these. So that's, that's, I think makes sense. Yeah. You know, if the Niners win, you know, Niners beat the Packers as Saints lose. Obviously we agree on that. I think the Niners could easily come in and just smack up yep. the Saints, you know? Um, the other game I really want to highlight was Sunday Night Football Ravens Patriots. Now, this is the, I, you're going to disagree with the hardest disagree you've ever had in your life on this one. I'm going to start with I have the Patriots winning this football. Okay. Okay? You're wrong, but I'm willing Patriots, to hear you out. I, 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 can see, I can see them not lose, winning this game, right? This is, this is more of a bold prediction type of scenario, you know? This is a bold, the very bold prediction. The Ravens. They're, I think they've pretty much at this point won every single game I've put them in, except for the Chiefs game. Right, yep. I have the the Ravens losing two games. I as well. The reason behind one, my the the, re, yeah, the reason I have it this one, I think 
for the first time – I don't want to say the first time this season because I think that Cam Newton and the, pa- the Patriots are actually going to be solid this season. I think this is going to be one of those games where Cam Newton looks like MVP Cam Newton. Like, really? He has to play – he has to ball out like that. Like, I genuinely – like, Cam Newton has so much to prove this For season, sure. right? So much to prove. This is that Superman-esque MVP caliber Cam Newton game. Because Sunday Night Football, they're home. It's against a juggernaut. I think this is the game Cam Newton balls out. Like, this is the best game he has all season. Okay. I ha- and that's my reason I have the him. Ravens winning this game because I, I think the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. They have the easiest schedule in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Last mm-hmm. year, Sunday Night Football, the Ravens went into New England and beat them still. And I think New England is worse than they were last year. And I, I have no reason to believe. I, I have I also no agree. reason to believe the Ravens win and also do it again. I, again, like I'm saying, this is more of a bold prediction. Yeah, than for I. sure, it's definitely bold. <laughs> but I, I feel like Cam Newton's about to ball out that game. I don't know what it is about that specific game, but he's at home. It's going up against Baltimore. We know they're juggernauts. You've been riding a bench all year. You're ready. You've been you. This is what you were built for. Like you had an MVP caliber seat. Like you did this. You used to do these things. You've done it to the Ravens. Do it again. Yeah, you know? for sure. The ball out. I'm just. I, I don't know what it is about that game. I just really am feeling that game. All right. So, week eleven. Okay. Hit us. Week it. eleven. I actually picked out three this time. Yes, okay. and, and the reason why is because I have one big one and two kind of interesting smaller ones. Okay. Okay. The big one I think is Thursday Night Football Cardinals Seahawks. Okay. Um, I think. Agree. Uh huh. I think the 49ers are the are most likely to be the dominant team in the NFC West this year, and I think these are the two best teams, and I think these are. I think they are competing for right now to be in the position to sniff the 49ers' feet. Like, and I think the Seahawks win this game, and I think that Russell Wilson proves to Kyler Murray, like, hey, kid, this is how you do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think the Seahawks also kind of make the statement that, you know, the 49ers better watch out. Like, we are a real team as well. Yeah, they continue the trend from last season about we're here. We're ready. Um, So I think that's the biggest game of the week, which is weird because it's on Thursday night football, and usually Thursday night football is a bunch of shitter matchups. It's S H I D D E R. For quality content right. purposes. Yes. Um, this is a weird matchup for sure because I think Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray are a little bit of different skill sets. And I think these are dramatically different teams because I think the Seahawks' offense is come on, Mr. Wilson, take us to victory. And I think the Cardinals' offense is come on, Mr. Kingsbury, take us to victory. And I think the big, the big difference okay. here is that the Seahawks' defense is playing under Pete Carroll, who is a notoriously great defensive coach. And the Cardinals defense is playing under Cliff Kingsbury, who is a incredibly unproven defensive coach. Like I'm, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe the defensive coordinator is Vance Joseph. The For Cardinals. The Cardinals? And uh, as a Broncos fan, I, I, I suffered for two full, full years. Yep. Yeah. And I, from what I saw as a Broncos fan, Vance Joseph didn't really use the pieces of the Broncos in a, a very good way, personally. And I think that just comes with Broncos bias and the fact that the Broncos were terrible, and I just want to blame it on Vance Joseph. 
Um, but I, I mean, okay. Patrick Peterson is the best player on the Cardinals, right? Who's the is, Patrick Peterson is probably the best defensive player on the Cardinals, right? Right. Chandler Jones is probably the second best defensive player on the Cardinals, right? Who's the okay. third best player on the defensive Cardinals? Exactly. I, no I think that's I the problem. I don't even know the Cardinals. I don't even know the Cardinals. I think that's the that. problem with the Cardinals. Like, I know. I know. I know Patrick Peterson. I know Chandler Jones. I think that's the problem with the Cardinals. I think the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks show up, and I think this is a decently offensive game, but I think the Seahawks ultimately win it because they have the better defense. Agree. Yeah. Seahawks okay. come out and ball out. On All right. Game. Number two, <laughs> right at the middle of the week, for some reason, I just really like this matchup, and I don't know why. I had the Packers and the Colts. Interesting. Um, okay. Here is well, why. I feel like at this point in the season, these are two teams that are probably sitting right around 500, personally. Okay. And I think this is a kind of a must-win game for either, because mm -hmm. I think the Colts are competing with the Titans and the Texans, both of which will be decent to good. I think the Packers are competing with the Bears and the Vikings, both of which will be decent to good. I think both of these teams right. need to win this game in order to stay competitive in their divisions. Okay. Um, so I think it's huge. You have two veterans and Aaron Rodgers and now Phillip Rivers, but now Phillip Rivers playing for a brand new team. We haven't gotten the chance to talk about the Colts, which I think the Colts are definitely one of the most fascinating stories because with Andrew Luck, I mean, Frank Reich looked like a genius. With Jacoby Brissett, Frank, Frank Reich looked like a head coach for sure. <laughs> like, so what does he do yeah. with Phillip Rivers? And I think... Who's already proven. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's going to be an interesting story with the Colts because, I mean... Andrew Luck was, when he was healthy, was probably a generational talent. Like, Andrew Luck was really good at football. And Jacoby Brissett yes. is probably the best backup in the NFL right now. Yeah. Like, maybe besides Marcus Mariota. I would say, like, those are probably the top two backups in the NFL right now. So, yeah. what does he do with Phillip Rivers, who historically is proven to be a good quarterback, but is also proven to be inconsistent? Yep. What does Matt LaFleur do with his probably deteriorating relationship with Aaron Rodgers, given that they drafted Jordan Love? I mean, yeah. it, I think it's going to be kind of an interesting game because I think these are two teams who are trying to stay competitive and I think could be competitive with just a smidge, just a just a dash of dysfunction in both of them. Yeah. Because that's why I really like this matchup. Yeah, they're very similar and teams. They are I have the teams. Packers right. winning this game on the road. Okay. Same. That's interesting. I was hoping we'd have more to talk about that because you'd say the Colts, but that's okay. We'll talk about the. Uh... I don't really like the Colts we'll, we'll... that much. I don't know what it is about them, but I, I'm 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 with you. Keep it we up. will Keep talk. It up. All right, the next one I want to talk about. And I need to check. Okay, no, I was about to say something that's just straight up false. Um, Mr. Okay. Uh, Drew Brees gets the privilege of having the first game in prime time in Las Vegas, um, and Tom Brady gets number gets number two. But Patty Mahomes gets number three, the primetime game on Sunday Night Football, the Chiefs playing the Raiders. This is a divisional game for the AFC West. It's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. I mean, I think this is going to be huge. Like, I mean, Drew Brees is a big name, right? Tom Brady is a big name. But you, I, I like, we're talking like the seven or eight-year-olds right now who are just becoming fans of the NFL. And maybe they have no team affiliation, right? Who's their favorite player in the NFL, do you think? Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes or Lamar, Lamar Jackson, right? Like, those are the top right. two candidates. Patrick... Or, like, Odell Beckham Jr. That's fair. Like, yeah, he's a big name, too. But, like, usually, like, kids geared towards quarterbacks. Like, like I grew up a Broncos fan, and, like, before I really even understood what football was, like, I just liked watching the Broncos because, like, my dad liked to watch the Broncos, and he'd yell at the TV when they were bad, and he'd celebrate with them when they were good. And I always geared towards Jake Plummer. Why? Because that was the name they said the most. That was your quarterback. 
Yep. Like, they're going to say Patrick Mahomes' name the most. And he's playing in Las Vegas in a divisional game. And I think this is a huge game because this is a great opportunity for the Chiefs to prove that they are dominant and is a great opportunity for the Raiders to hit the panic button. Yep. Yep. So, Packers, Colt. <laughs> I think the Chiefs just walk in there and just... Exactly, yeah. Yeah, that's I think I think game. Packers Colts is a is an interesting game for a much different reason. I think the Chiefs Raiders is an interesting game for a much different reason. Um, this is definitely an interesting week because we have a lot of teams on buys. Particularly, a couple of interesting teams on buys are Bears Bills 49ers. Um, yeah. I think those are teams to watch this year for sure. I think we know the 49ers will be dominant. I we are fairly confident the Bills will be dominant, and I think the Bears are kind of a big question mark team. So I think they're yeah. all teams to watch, and they're all on buys this week. So. You get Packers Colts. That's what you get. <laughs> that's what. That's what. All we right. Get. Let's talk Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. I actually have no games to highlight on Thanksgiving. I think they're all going to be terrible games. I think the Texans smack up the Lions. The Cowboys smack up the Redskins, and the Ravens smack up the Steelers. I'm not I have the Steelers count. winning that game. <laughs> that's, that's funny. Yeah. That's actually crazy. And, and so that's the other game. And it's it's entirely a fluke. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. That's, I'm telling you. I'm, yeah, I'm with yeah, the Patriots. Yeah. I I too, I, I, I think it's a fluke. Like. It's it's completely irreasonable to believe that the Ravens will be 15 and one this year. Like that's really hard to do. But if there was a team to do it, it would be them. I think they have to drop a team, yeah. and I think the Steelers, being a division rival, it's in Pittsburgh. I think this is a game the Steelers could be highly motivated for, especially since I had them losing yeah, to the Jags the week before. True. So true, 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 true. I did not, but hey, I, I get you. So yeah, I, I have the Steelers winning um, that game. But go on. I have nothing highlighted. We're not talking about anything Thanksgiving. Sunday, uh, any of those slots, they don't matter. All I care about are the primetime games this week, okay? We're talking Bears-Packers. We're talking Seahawks-Eagles, okay? I will say one matchup I find very, very important and I really want to talk about before we start is Chiefs-Buccaneers. I actually have the Bucks winning that game, fun fact, because it's at home. But, like, like this is this is the same thing. Like, Bucks found their identity. Like they know what I they want to so do, too. and now the Chiefs don't look as. Invincible. It's an interesting game. Um, I have the Chiefs winning that game because I think Patrick Mahomes takes it personally. Ever since that AFC Championship game a couple of years ago, that he's never losing to Tom Brady again. Oh, hundred percent. I think yeah, he takes I it personally. You. I, I so totally get that. I have the Chiefs winning that game, um, but go on. But those aren't the games I want to highlight, right? Niners Rams also looks interesting. Like those last four games on the slot look super interesting. Um, actually, fun fact, that Saints-Broncos game as well looks really interesting. I actually have the Broncos winning that game. Wow, so not even I do. <laughs> um, hey, you gave me you gave me the Ravens. I'm going to give you That's a toss-up too okay. here. Um, Packers-Bears. The reason I have this game highlighted is because I actually genuinely think this is going to be really important for the division standing. I think the Vikings are the team to win the division overall, but I think this shakes it up so much with, like, I think the Bears and Packers are much or the uh, are much closer to the Vikings than I want to them. I think we want to give them enough credit for, because the Bears are always a wild card, right? They're either going to be really really good or really really bad. I have no yep. clue because Nick Foles is either really really good or really really bad. There's no in between. I was, I, I, Mitch we, we had a very interesting conversation about the Bears earlier. Yeah, I I had them going really well and I had to like tie it, tone, it, tone it down a little bit. I was like, man, they're not going to do what I just yeah. said they were going to do. Um, but I think the Packers walk walk up. They win this game. But I actually think it's going to be, like, a 24-21, like, really close game. And I think the Bears are going to prove, like, hey, we actually might be able to win this thing, guys. We might be able to win the division. The NFC North's up for grabs. We might actually be able to do it. They're going to lose this game, but that doesn't mean they lose the division entirely because um, the rest of their season looks really promising. 
This matchup's weird, though, like, as a whole. The Packers are, like, both these teams are, like, toss-up I agree. Teams. They're either going to be really, really good or yeah. really, really bad. I, I Like, no no in between to me. I have them both being me- me average teams just because I think they'll do it to each other. And to okay. bring up the point about the Bears that we talked about very briefly, I think the Bears are going to have such an average season that they're going to win, like, every other game, give or take, and they're never going to have a reason to take Mitch Trubisky out. Because yeah. I don't think Matt Nagy, after winning maybe a game, like, it's just like, you know, he like, okay, they lost to, like, a really good team or whatever, right? And just, like, uh, Matt Nagy can't be, just be like, Mitch Trubisky just beat a pretty crappy team the week before. Like, I have no reason to believe Mitch Trubisky can't win another game. And I think it's just going to continue yeah. like that. I think, like, personally, I think Nick Foles is the better quarterback. And I don't think Matt Nagy is going to have a reason to take Mitch Trubisky out. Agreed. I also have the Packers winning this game. Um, that's just simply because I mean, I can't think. It's the Packers. I mean, this will be this will be my fifteenth year watching football. I remember vividly. <clears throat> um, I started watching football uh, Super Bowl Forty because the AFC Championship game, the Steelers beat the Broncos, and then Super Bowl Forty was a very controversial game because a lot of calls went in the Steelers' direction over the Seahawks, and I'm like, yeah, the Steelers just cheated their way to the Super Bowl. That could have been the Broncos, and I was super bad at the Steelers for a very long time. So this will be my 15th year watching football. But the point of that is, is in those 15 years of football, I can't remember the Bears beating the Packers in Lambeau very often. Not at all. And that's why I had this game going to the Bears at first, and I was like, it's in Lambeau. Hot yep. psych. But this is also one of those years where, are the fans that big of a difference? So we I mean, don't know. Who knows? It's, that's yeah, the, the, we'll that's have, the biggest we'll, toss we'll have to me. see for sure. This will be an interesting one. I think this is the most interesting Bears-Packers has been in a while. Yes. Um, I will, however, say uh, Bears could very well win this game, and it could be like the first time they win yep. in a while. Now, we haven't talked about the Eagles in a couple weeks, <laughs> but there's a really good reason why I'm talking about the Eagles in this one, right? Bird v. Bird crime right here, right? <laughs> Seahawks-Eagles. I don't know if you know this or not. The Eagles don't like playing the Seahawks. We, matter of fact, hate playing the Seahawks. Yeah, it wasn't that was Russell the, Wilson. It was like a big thing with Jadivian Clowney last year. Yeah, he took yeah. Uh, uh, Carson Wentz. He, he like, in the middle you know, head butted my quarterback. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. yeah, and then Josh McCown had to come in. Good old Josh McCown. I, I kind of balled out. Not gonna yeah, cap. He kind of gave us. He gave everything. Josh he McCown had. is. Josh he didn't McCown score, but he did his thing. Is not a very good quarterback, but he's a hero to me. He he earned my respect that game. We lost, but he earned my respect, yeah. man. Um, but we also lost seventeen to nine that game, and we lost seventeen to nine the week like the week we played them during the season. And they've also beaten us um, on the 13-3 season. They beat us that season, too. And, like, every time we play the Seahawks, we can't beat the Seahawks no matter where we play them. It's just, like, the Seahawks are have our number. This season is a big difference. The reasoning it's a big difference is because we don't have the same secondary. The biggest reason the Seahawks were dominating us was because... And they weren't even dominating us, right? Like, 17-9 to is not, like, a dominant game, right? Dominant defensively. But, like, offensively, it's not like, oh, we did that. We over. We, we did great, right? The Eagles buffed their secondary. Again, please, God, everyone stay healthy. Buffed their secondary. Their D-line stayed the same, if not got better. Their offense got a lot better. I think it's the first time in a long time... Eagles finally decide, you know what? We don't like Hawks. We are better birds of prey. We kill. No Seahawks. Bye and walk away with this win. 
Because it's just, I think the Eagles are significantly better than they have been in previous years, and the Seahawks were barely beating us in these games. Like, we were co- we were contending, but like those games were like, oh, we got a practice squad out. Good luck, you know. Yep. So, as long as the Eagles stay healthy, I think it's gonna be. I, I will say though, it's gonna be a bloodbath. Like that's gonna be like a thirty twenty seven type of game. Like it's gonna be a. Um, I'm gonna go a little lower. Twenty four twenty one type of game. Uh, yeah, twenty four twenty one. I feel I feel confident in those numbers. This is like. It's going to be a ball-out type of game. Like, I am very excited to see that game because the Seahawks have had the Eagles number for years. This is more like a rivalry thing to me than like a game. It's going to be a game to watch, too, just because it's like it's one of those rivalries where it's like it's not really known because it's not like Eagles, Cowboys, Bears, Packers type of thing. But it's like in recent years, the Eagles, the Eagles have been pissed, right? You could just see it when they play the Seahawks. They're like, yeah, we want that. That's who we want to play. This is one of those years where they finally make it up and actually ball out. Okay. All right. I want to point something out because I just now noticed it, and this is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. All right, okay. we're going to go back to week 10 real quick, just for something quickly. Okay, we got to back, okay. backtrack, backtrack. All right, uh, we got uh, probably Tank Bowl 2K20, baby. The Jets are taking on the Dolphins, okay, in Miami. Uh-huh. Week right. 11, they're both on bye. Week 12, we have the Dolphins right. taking on the Jets in midlife. Wow. Like, that's actually interesting. I thought that was neat. <laughs> They are Shout out essentially to Shout back to back. It, it 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 feels like it'll be a scrimmage. Like they we like they play and then and then they they get a week off and be like and, get a week and, off and, and then, then they play. Yeah, again. and then like all right, now this one's for real. All right, I thought that was I thought yeah, that was neat. I can, I can see that. that is actually interesting. Didn't notice yeah. that. Where, <laughs> I don't know why that? I just now noticed that either. Well, the reason why I noticed that is because um, I was looking at week thirteen matchups, right? Yes. And, there's one that kind of stood out to me because it was tank bullish. There was two that stood out to me because okay. they're tank bullish. You had the Bengals and the Dolphins. I'm assuming Raiders. And Raiders Jets, Jets yes. Um, <laughs> I think those are two matchups worth mentioning because they are uh, duels of incompetency. Um, okay. And I just think that those are always hilarious. And then okay. it may be, and then yeah, I, I quickly went down this rabbit hole like, okay, what is the tank bull game this year? And it's probably week four, Jaguars, Bengals. Uh but that's week four. You can't have a tank bowl game in week four. So it's probably right. one of these, which is exciting. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting. Yep. Okay. But the matchups I really want to talk about, okay? Um, I think I have two picked out, but I, I think Cowboys-Ravens Thursday Night Football is interesting. I think Eagles-Packers on Sunday afternoon is interesting. Okay. Um, I already talked about Broncos-Chiefs. This one's on Sunday Night Football, but this one's in Kansas City, and I somehow think that's less interesting than the first time around. Agreed, because the Chiefs, I feel like, are going to be more likely to blow them out because it's exactly. not Denver. Uh, okay, so the two I'm going to talk about. One, right, ass crack of dawn. Uh, the Cleveland Browns taking on the Tennessee Titans. And hmm. uh, this is burned into my brain for some reason. Is week one last year, the Titans went into Cleveland, and this is right in the middle of all the Cleveland hype. Like, the Cleveland Browns are going to make the playoffs. Like, Baker Mayfield is here. Thank God for Baker Mayfield. And the Titans creamed him. So yeah. I think this is a big game for that reason. I think this is okay. a little bit of a revenge tour for the Cleveland Browns taking on the Tennessee Titans. I think this will be kind of a little bit of a prove-it game for both of them because I think they're both favorites to make playoffs. Probably not the Browns to win the division, but I think that's not the Browns' fault. I think that's the Ravens' fault. So I think this is both of them proving that they are contenders. And I think it's going to be an interesting game because there's a little bit of animosity there. Uh, I have the Titans winning this game, however. 
Hmm. And I really want your oh, opinion I mean, on I this. I think so, too. Titans? Okay. I have I have the Titans winning that game as well. Uh, I don't think the Browns can stop Derrick Henry. Uh, just straight up. Any Anytime I have the Titans winning, it's because the other team doesn't know how to stop Derrick that, Henry. I'm that's usually a good thing to bet on, yeah. Um, the second game I want to talk about, and then I have one more thing I want to talk about with Week 12. Or, this is 13, sorry. Okay. Week 13, Monday Night Football, Bills, 49ers. You have crosstown game, or cross-city game in right. primetime. I think you have two favorites for their divisions. Um, I think this is a chance for both these teams to be like, yes, we are the favorite to win our division for a reason. Um, I just think it's going to be a good game because, I, on paper, these should be two really good teams. Like, I don't have a okay. whole lot else to add to that. Like, I, I'm really interested. I never thought I'd, in based on watching football the past three to four years, I would never think I'd really be like, yes, Bill's 49ers is awesome. Yeah, that's actually something I never thought I'd hear ever in my life either. So that's a interesting experience. But yeah, it, it definitely seems like it's going to be an interesting game. Um, I have the... Who did you say was winning I have the, game? the 49ers winning Sorry. this game. Same. But I think the Bills have a really so good too. fight. Because the Bills have been more proven this season. I actually have them taking a little bit of a dip this season, losing a couple more games. But I, I think forget they what they went last because year. I think they went 10-6. and six. I am going 11-5 and five this year. So I have them going 8-8. Okay. Eight and eight, But I, they, they're still yep. a playoff team. Okay. Um, I think the, uh, the last thing I want to talk about for Week 13 is the game that isn't even being played. Is the fact that the Buccaneers... <laughs> And old man Tom Brady are getting their bye week in week 13. That's crazy, Which actually. I think kind of plays a big factor in weeks 1 through 12. Like, I think Tom Brady... I, I, like, I mean, you got Tom Brady, you got Rob Gronkowski. Like, you have a fairly older team just because... And you have injury-prone Leonard Fournette, Exactly. Too. Like, I think the fact that they're getting this bye week really late could play a big factor. Um, so, that's just something I wanted to throw out as well. That is actually really important. Yep. Hmm. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, that definitely does play a factor into those weeks. Very interested to see how For that sure. plays out. All right, let's talk week 14. But but we are going to still talk about the Buccaneers in week 14 because they got an interesting matchup against the Vikings okay. this week. Um, coming off the bye week, I think they're refreshed. They're revitalized. I honestly think they're going to actually smack up the Vikings really hard. Um, the, reason I, the reason I pointed this matchup out is mostly because the rest of the matchups really suck this week. Like, Patriots, Rams. I don't think the Rams are going to be that good of a team this year. Titans, Jags. Like, it's the yeah. Jaguars. Packers, Lions. It's the Lions. Like, Chiefs, Dolphins. Yep. Hmm. Broncos, Panthers. I think the Panthers are not going to be as great as I think. I think they're going to be literally blue eyes, white privilege is the best thing about their team, <laughs> my in my opinion. Christian McCaffrey. No one knows what it's uh, like to be the bad man, to be the sad man, behind blue eyes. Yeah, like, none of these matchups intrigued me, except for, like, exclusively, like, Monday night football and like this Vikings Buccaneers game. Like the Eagles Saints game, I think is going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm sick like, of you talking about the Saints too. I'm <laughs> sick of me talking about the Eagles. Or the Eagles, sorry. Uh, uh, but I also am like, it's, it's, I'm over yeah. it, you know? I'm, I'm tired of talking I think about the another, I think another Vikings underrated Bucks. one is Steelers Bills too. Yeah, I was going to say that one too. Um, but Vi Vikings Bucks, I like, if I had to pick a matchup to watch this week, I'm probably going to tune into that one. Um, obviously, as an Eagles fan, I'm going to watch the Eagles game. But, like, yeah. you know, this one looks interesting to me. If I was just, you know, casual fan, wanted to turn into a football game, this is one I would like to tune into because I feel like the Vikings got a lot to prove still. Um, just because even ongoing, I think the Bears and Page, uh, Packers are going to, like, 
I think the Vikings are going to be in the lead for the division, but the Packers and Bears are going to be right there. Like, one of them are going to be right there to take it over. So they have to keep playing yep. hard and keep playing well. And this is one of those games, it's like, this is a test for them because it's the Buccaneers, it's right? Tough. They're it's a juggernaut. Tommy to Brady. Exactly. And I think the Buccaneers win the game, but, like, that's 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 going to be a game to watch because I think the Vikings could easily come into Tampa and steal that yep. game. Um, the other game I want to talk about, I had the Saints-Eagles game highlighted just as, like, a, keep that on your calendar because that game looks interesting. Uh, but the Ravens-Browns I actually really want to talk about. I, I After talking, you know, I know the Browns aren't going to win this game. But I think the Browns finally proved that they're not, like, some rollover team this game because they're playing against the team that's arguably the best team in football right now. And I think OBJ finally gets his head out of his butt. This team finally 14. decides, you know what? <laughs> yeah, week 14. Week 14 because this is this of how important this game is mostly. <laughs> They're finally like, you know what, guys? Maybe we should try to win football games instead of just, you know, being dumb. And I think this game actually ends up being close. Like, uh, And by close, I mean, like, it's not, like, three scores. It's, like, two scores. But, like, like it's going to come down to, like, the Ravens are going to have the ball at the end of the game. They're going to get a garbage time touchdown. It's going to put the game away type of t- situation. Like, it's going to be a closer game throughout the first, like, three quarters, and the Ravens say, yeah, okay, you've had your fun type of situation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the Browns put up a fight. They're going to lose, but I think they put up a fight okay. in the process. I, I agree with everything you just said. Uh, yeah, Steelers, Steelers, Bills, though. I like that matchup, too. I have the Steelers winning that game. I have the Bills winning that game. You probably, I was going to say, you probably yep. have the Bills winning that game, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Bills I think I think I think I think way I, high, more highly of the Bills than you do. I you do you think a lot highly about a lot of different teams yeah. than I do. I don't really have that high of a ceiling for the Steelers, but I actually think the Steelers kind of win this game just because how Mike Tomlin is. Yep, that's true. Oh, uh, that those matchups don't really intrigue. Aren't really crazy good, but I, I'm intri- I'm interested to see how some of those matchups play out in Week 14. But Week 15, Week 15, I think we have a very fun fun. Yeah, matchup. we do. Um, week 15 is for sure cool. Uh, there's two that I picked out. That I think are the most interesting in the week. But there are a couple I want to point out. Um, I think Chargers Raiders could be big. I think uh-huh. Texans Colts could be big. Mm-hmm. I think Bears Vikings could be big. Also think that. Um, and one of my favorite matchups of, of the year. I look forward to this every year. And it's crazy why I do. But it is when the New England Patriots go to Miami specifically. I also look forward to because this game. For the, the, the Dolphins, the always, Dolphins winning. always win, and nobody knows why. I have the Dolphins winning this one too. Like, <laughs> I actually don't, but like, you can't predict this one because it's like on paper you're like the Patriots should bully yeah. them, and then Ryan Fitzpatrick Magic's like, you know what? I feel like playing like a like a prime time Hall of Fame four time Super Bowl champion throws like six touchdowns zero interceptions and then the punter gets like two touchdowns <laughs> in there as well like yep you don't know yep. what's happening with them it's like what what the magical the mythical patriots dolphins game in miami every year i look forward to it every year um i think another interesting one is eagles cardinals in arizona i also think that game's um, gonna be but fun the to two watch. i picked out are kind of the fairly obvious ones i have the chief saints playing on sunday afternoon yeah yep um and the other one I have is Sunday Night Football 49ers Cowboys. I was looking at the, the specifically that Cowboys yeah. game in so, particular. So Chiefs Saints is going to be huge because I think you have two of the Super Bowl contenders from cross divisions playing or cross conferences playing each other. Um, you have late, yeah, it's too, like late, late in the season. season. You have 
the the next young hot thing, Patrick Mahomes. You have Drew Brees, the man, the myth, the legend, taking on each other. This mm-hmm. isn't a matchup you don't get you get to see very often, um, and I think it's super exciting. I think this is a big time game for big time teams. Like this, this is a yes. big kid game. Yes. I actually think this game might get flexed to Sunday Night Football, depending on how it, it could. Goes. I I think it, I think it could get flexed to Sunday Night Football unless 49ers Cowboys is super interesting. But I mean, um, Supreme Leader Jerry probably would never let that happen. You're I mean, right. this is because right. 49ers Cowboys, which I guess we'll talk about now. I mean, that's a historic rivalry too. True, that's true. You have, and both of them I think are poised to be good this year. It's in Jerry World. Any game in Jerry World is always interesting just because of all the B-roll they're going to show of Jerry Jones and how much yep. he looks like the Crypt Keeper from, what was yep. that TV show? <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, I think it was. Gosh. Yeah, and, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure they secretly mummified Jerry Jones a long time ago and just didn't tell anybody. Um, <laughs> so we love the B-roll of Jerry Jones. I think the 49ers are a great team this year. I think the Cowboys are a good team this year, but it is in Jerry World. So I think that's what makes this an interesting yeah. matchup. I have the Cowboys winning this one. I have the Niners winning that game. Um, and it's not because I dislike the Cowboys. I think I think the Cowboys could very well easily like win this game, right? But I don't know what it is about late season Cowboys. Something about them always they do do something to choke something, and this is one of those games. I think that's they do fair. That. I don't know what it is. I think if they're like out of their last three games, they're gonna choke a game. This is the one. This is the one they're gonna end up. Choking. See, I'm worried that the last three game this might not be their third to last game, and I think they have plenty of opportunities to choke something else, and that's the problem. I also think the same thing, but I think this is the one that yep. they choke more than anything. All right, let's talk about week sixteen then. Well, who did you have for the Chiefs Saints? I have the the we Saints. We didn't talk about that too much. I have the Chiefs in a shootout. Yeah, though. it's gonna be a shootout for sure. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Young, young, poised, the future, the face in the NFL versus already been a face in the NFL. I got me a ring. I'm ready to ball out some more. I got some records. What uh, prove prove me something, young cat? Like that's gonna be for fun sure. To watch. <sighs> Week sixteen. <laughs> I'm sorry I have to do it again. <laughs> I am I am truly sorry, but you it's, understand. I hope I mean, you understand. The, it's two two times throughout the year. It's it's the biggest game of the week, which is crazy. 49ers, 49ers Cardinals. Okay, okay. First off is where okay. I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm like, uh, that's not what I was talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about, but this is where I'm going to start because I like to talk I want to I want to end yep. it on the other one. This game is actually going to be um very interesting. I think the Niners win it. But like we were talking about, Kyler Murray is going to have a big year. He has a very different weapon. You know, DeAndre Hopkins is a different breed. Like you've talked about how their offense is going to be more improved due to the fact that they can change it to that air raid and not use their running backs as much because they don't have that running back that they're, like, holding back, essentially, like David Johnson. I think the Cardinals put up one of the biggest fights they've ever put up this season in an L, first off. Um, this is going to be one of those fights, like, Kyler Murray is going to show why he's going to be a good quarterback in the future, um, why he's a franchise quarterback, why he deserves to be there. Um, but I think the Niners' defense just holds them. Like, I think it's going to be a lower-scoring game. Fun fact: I think it's going to be more of like a like a like a like a seventeen-seven type of game. But like, 
I think the Cardinals are going to have, like, they're going to move the ball extremely well. They're just never going to finish. That's how I think it's going to be. All right. That's fair. I, I also had the 49ers winning this game, though. Game. So I agree with you. I think it's going to be an interesting game. I really like the Rams-Seahawks Rams matchup this week as well. Um, also, Friday Friday night football, you know, Christmas Day. Uh, Vikings-Saints also think is going to be real interesting. Wait. Timeout. My date looks weird. Is that Christmas Day? Yeah, it is Christmas December 25th Day. Yes. is, in fact, Christmas. It's a Friday. I was so... Wait. Yeah, they're doing a Friday so night confusing. game instead of Thursday night game this year. Because it's Crimbus. Yeah, but like... No, my Sunday My Sunday says 1220. I'm like, oh, that doesn't that's sound it, right. It should be 1227. It should. Yeah, that's because I'm a... That's my fault. It's okay. I was just confused for a second. But that Vikings-Saints game is also going to be very interesting to look out for because the Vikings need some wins at the end of the season here, and that's going to be, you know, one of them. But Eagles-Cowboys. Week 16, for the second year in a row, actually is going to be a bigger deciding factor in the division, but ultimately does not make or break the division. I actually think the Eagles clinched the division the week before with the Cardinals win. By the way, I think they're two games ahead of the Cowboys at this point. So regardless, if they lose both games to end the season, I think they clinched at this point. So they're, they're, they have the, they have the um, division locked up going into this week. And that's why I think the Eagles might actually let off the gas a little bit. And I think the Cowboys win the, win the, win the game, even though the Eagles are going to really go out there and try like they want to win the game because it's, it's yeah. the Cowboys, right? They're going to be fighting for a higher seed at this point. They want to beat the Cowboys, but I actually don't think they do. And Cowboys kind of get a little bit of revenge for the, for the last the, the Week 16 matchup last season, even though it has ultimately not the same intensity that it ne- has this season. But I could easily see the Eagles losing one more game earlier in the season and this having that same same fight, like that same, that same, it's going to make or break the division type of game. Um, but at this point for my schedule that I have everything put out for, the Eagles have the division locked up at this point and the Eagles lose this game. But it's still going to be like a bloodbath type of game because, again, it's Eagles. I have the Cowboys winning this game as well, but not because the division is locked up. I think this division is much okay. more in the air. Um, I agree with the notion of the Cowboys will choke something in the last three weeks of the year, and we'll get to that in just a second. I think the Cowboys win this game and kind of make the Eagles shit themselves a little bit. Yeah. Okay. I could see it too. Oh, this is, uh, so wait. Wh- ooh, we'll talk about it after. I want, I'm curious to see your division winner for that and yep. how that goes out. But yeah, that's that's what I have to say about that. Titans-Packers also is a very interesting game to watch out for as well as the Monday Night Football I was just going to say Bills-Patriots. I'm like, that's one I'm, I think is interesting. And another one I want to give a quick uh, shout-out to is Broncos-Chargers. I know that I think much more highly of the Chargers than you do. I genuinely think that could be for a wild card spot. Depending on how things shake oh, on, wow. on how things shake up. I have the Chargers winning that game, but unfortunately the Chargers play the Chiefs in Kansas City week 17 and the and that the Chiefs could potentially still steal that one seed from the Ravens. So the Chiefs get yeah. a ball out so and the Chargers try. lose that game. So um We'll talk about that when we get to Week 17, but I think that's going to be a big game too. Is the Broncos Chargers? Okay. Week All right. 17. There are eight. This is your week. You have a completely different script than I do. These games make or break some divisions. Yes, they do. And in How fact, they uh, I kind of cheated and I picked four. That's fine, because that's how this week's um, supposed to go. And the other one I really wanted to talk about, like kind of the fifth one that's in, or I guess maybe even the fifth and sixth ones that I think are interesting are Steelers-Browns and uh, Texans-Titans. Uh, 
I think those okay. could have playoff implications. Um, in the case of Titans, Texans, it could be for the AFC South. In case in the case of Ravens, Bengals, or uh, oh, I'm sorry. In the case of Steelers, Browns, I think one of them could be playing for a wild card spot. Okay. Um, but the four I wanted to talk about are both NFC East division matchups. You have the Washington football team in Philadelphia. I have the Eagles winning that game. And with the Eagles winning that game in combination with the Dallas Cowboys heading to MetLife Stadium to take on the Giants and choking that game. I have them choking that game. Yes, but I think that's the game. Like, I think we agree. Yes, they choked that game. But I think that's the game that makes the that means the Eagles win the uh, the NFC East. So, uh, oh, okay. yeah, I think that's a big game, and I think we all get to laugh at the Cowboys because they lose to a bad team in the Giants, but I don't think the I think the Cowboys are going to roll up, be overconfident, and the Giants, like, the Giants are going to have a bad year, but I think the one thing they could take solace in is making the Cowboys lose. So I think the yeah. Giants will ball out for that game as well. Yeah, and Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, always like um, The other two, I think one is more obvious, the other one is less obvious. So I'm talking about the less obvious one first. I have Raiders-Broncos. Um, I think the Broncos might be playing for a wild card spot in that game. I don't think the Raiders are. Okay. But I think the Raiders could. I think. I, I think. think the, the I think the Broncos are. could be playing for a wild card spot in that game. So I, I think that's that going to be a huge game for the Broncos, especially since they haven't made the playoffs since the that since they won the Super Bowl in 2015, 2016. I think it's going to be huge, and it's. I think it's going to be for personal reasons. I hope it is the resurgence of the Broncos. The Broncos are going to be a contender for the AFC West again. I think the Chiefs are going to win it for a long time, but I don't think the Broncos are going to let them do it easily every year. And I think this is the year they prove that. Right. Um, the okay. other one, I, I think this is that. obvious and huge, is is, is the one I think Seahawks 49ers. Oh, I think this is. could be for the division. Just like it, just oh, like it was last agree. year. I think this could be for... Yeah, 100%. I mean, like, the Broncos are playing for a playoff spot here. The Eagles and the Cowboys are both playing for the NFC East, but they're not playing each other. The Seahawks and the 49ers genuinely could be in a situation like winner wins the NFC West. Just like last yeah. year. Mine doesn't have that same implication, but I 100% could see, like, the Seahawks losing another game earlier in the season where this would be the game that wins or breaks the division. Yeah, I, I think... Yeah, that I think yeah. this is the division. For me personally, the way everything's shaked out, this is the game that decides the NFC West. And I think that this gets slid into Sunday Night Football. Like, this is the event of the week, is, is Seahawks 49ers. Just like the good old days from six, seven years ago, Harbaugh, Pete Carroll, Kaepernick, and Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, yep. like these are the two best teams in the NFC. And I think or six years ago, these were the two best teams in the NFC. I think arguably they could still be. Uh, I, I just this game is huge. I think it's huge for both teams. I think the I think winner wins the NFC West. The loser is the five seed. Like genuinely, I think both these teams are that good. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Um, I have the Niners winning the football game, but in my standings, the Seahawks still. Win I have the Niners winning this game, and because they win this game, they win the division and are the one seed. Same with Seahawks, mm-hmm. are the one seed for me. All right. Okay. So, AFC. We've, we've talked. We've talked a lot. We've had almost two hours of discussion, which is mad because we have so much yes. information to talk about. Let's go over a quick, quick all playoff right, you, runs. You break down yours first from one Let's, seed all the way to seven seed. 
Okay, so we'll start we'll start with the AFC because I think this one is a lot like less close, personally. Uh, the Chiefs get the bye. They're the one seed. Ravens snagged the two seed. Um, I had the Chiefs going, I think, like 15-1 and one or some nonsense like that. And the Ravens went like 14-2. and two. Like, It yep. was like nonsense. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I had. So it's exactly 15-1, 14-2, but they're the one in the two seeds. Uh, Titans take the three seed, actually. Um, I actually have the Patriots winning the division, so they get to snag the four seed. Um, the Bills make the playoffs, but just squeak in because they go 8-8. Eight and eight. So they sneak in with the seventh seed, and that actually kicks the Bengals out because they did go eight and eight. Uh, the Broncos go uh, nine and seven. Fun fact for me, and they snag the sixth seed, and the Browns get the fifth seed. So this is interesting. Yeah, we have the exact same playoff yeah. teams, but in a very different order. That is also actually the, very the hottest take you might have just said is that the Bengals go eight and eight, which <laughs> yes. But they missed the playoffs. The reason I have it, I don't know what it is about Jer- Joe Burrow, but he just he just. I feel like Joe Burrow. I feel like he has the, the Bengals were a team that needed a preseason. They didn't get it. I had the Bengals going like like five and eleven. Agreed. I think they improved from last year, but I don't think they're contenders yet. I don't think I don't think, think that's like I don't puts think... them in contender status though. Like getting that seventh wild card spot to me doesn't make you like yeah. a contender in my eyes, unless you're like extremely yeah. talented. Like you just got unlucky yeah, I... with your division. Like the seventh seed for the for the NFC on the other hand, I yeah. think are contenders. But like, I don't think that's it's just how it is. I forgot what I was gonna say. <laughs> Bengals. You don't think the Bengals? I don't think the Bengals have the defense are... right now. Okay, I could see that I think... too. I, I, I call it a bold prediction. I think they ball out. Yeah, but I don't it, think they it's ball awfully out. bold for sure. All right, so AFC-wise, yeah. I have the Ravens going 14-2 and two and snagging the one seed. Okay. Um, if the, I've said it three times now. If there was a team that could go 16-0, and 0, it's the Ravens. I think that's incredibly difficult. I could so see So I think the Ravens go 14-2, and two, um, just like they did last year, and I think they're the one seed again. Okay. I have the Chiefs as the two seed. Yeah, right, so we flip those. Got it. I have the Bills winning the division and being the three seed at eleven oh. and five. Ooh, wow! I actually have the Titans going like yeah. thirteen and three. That's I have the Titans. Seed, I do have the Titans madness. winning the the AFC South, but I have them being the four seed at ten and six. I could see that too. Like just, I think there's so many games that are winnable or yep. losable for them, and that's that's why I like gave them yep. a squeak on a bunch of them. Like that D- Derrick Henry factor just gives me like a little edge. This is the only one we had in it. common. I had the Browns going ten and six and snagging the first wild card. They're the five seed. I had them eleven and five, so we were well, pretty close. Pretty I close. have the Patriots at nine and seven, snagging the six seed. And I have the Broncos okay. also at nine and seven, but the Patriots go four and two in the division. The Broncos go three and three. So the Broncos yep. are a little bit worse, and they get the seven seed. Unfortunate, because they have to take the Ravens. No, they on take on the Chiefs, the, uh, and I, either way, I think they lose. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, the Chiefs instead of the. Yeah, and I think uh, they. I think they lose either game, personally. Uh, uh, I think so too. All right, let's hear your NFC. All right, let's. So NFC, this one's actually a lot of fun. I have the Seahawks okay. as the one seed. The Seahawks, I think they ball out all season. They've had the chip on their shoulder for way too long because of the Niners last season. I think they ball out this season and get the one seed, but by a game. Like, literally, like, it's, like, 13-3, 12-4. Like, it's that close. Like, or 14-2, 13-3. Like, it's real close, right? They win a lot of games. And that means the Niners fall to the five seed, unfortunately, with, this like, the second best record in the whole yeah. conference. Um, 
The Buccaneers snagged the three, uh, the two seed. Um, they just barely actually. I have them tying with the Seahawks in record, but the reason they don't get the one seed is literally because of strength of schedule. They tie in division wins. They tie in conference wins. They Seahawks have a slightly better strength of schedule, so they get the playoff spot. Um, the Buccaneers go two. I think the I think they show up, but I also think they could lose a lot more games because of that that bye week at week thirteen. I honestly think they could lose a lot more games than I have them losing. But I think Tom Brady has uh, also has kind of a chip on his shoulder for transferring teams. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think Tom Brady really wants to win and prove that the like Tom Brady won six Super Bowls, not Bill Belichick. Not He's Bill not Belichick. just the Patriots. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And I agree with that. That's why I think he kind of he kind of shows up. Um, I actually have the Bears winning the NFC okay. North. Um, very close. Very close division. Um, I have the Bears winning the NFC North and getting the three seed. And the Philadelphia Eagles getting the four seed at the NFC East win, uh, which is terrible because that means we have to play the 49ers in the first round. Um, but the Niners get the five seed. The Saints snag the six seed because the Buccaneers went out the division. And the last spot goes to the Minnesota Vikings um, with honorable mention to ex- exactly the Packers, which because the Vikings beat the Packers earlier in the season, the, pa- the Packers don't get to make the playoffs at 10 and six. Fun Interesting. Time. So I guess really quickly with AFC, a uh, quick little honorable mention. I have the Colts, Texans, uh, and Chargers all at 8-8, eight and eight, barely missing playoffs. Hmm. And the Steelers. And the Steelers. 8-8. <laughs> eight eight. They've never had a losing record under Mike that's Tomlin. Crazy. I still think that's the case, but I still think this is the worst Steelers squad they've had in a long time. I agree with that statement. All right, NFC. NFC. All we right, have... We have NFC. Some, I, I think ours is really some, drastically. Yeah, pretty... We have some slight differences, some drastic differences. Okay, you have the Seahawks one seed and the Niners five seed. I have the Niners one seed and the Seahawks five seed. Okay. So, again, yeah. another flip-flop. Um, actually, no, I don't even have the Seahawks as the five seed. I have the Seahawks as the six seed. Ooh, okay. And here's why. Uh, the I have the Saints as the two seed. They, they win, win the, the division. division. Got it. And I, think, and I have the Buccaneers as the five seed. So the uh, Seahawks are the six okay. So so far, four four same four yep. four of the same teams. We um, seem like we know what the Eagles teams look like. I think the NFC North is the NFC North. Yeah, looks you like had Eagles four seed, or uh, I have them three seed at eleven and five. Uh, okay, we also I also have them at a I have yep. them at eleven and five as well, but they got the four seed because yep. the Bears. I have the NFC North division winner going to the Minnesota Vikings, and they are the four seed. Okay. Okay. Again, yeah. I could totally see that. It was it, to me, it was such I, a close. Yeah, division. and I have five seed Bucks, um, five six seed Seahawks. They're both twelve and four, uh, but I had the Bucks going five and one in the division. I had the Seahawks going four and two because they drop a game to the Cardinals. Oh, okay. um, that's why. And the seven seed oh, is sense. the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, right. But okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually uh, wouldn't yeah, be I have them at ten Cowboys and six, and then um, barely missing out. I have both the Bears and the Packers at nine and seven. Yeah, my, like yeah, that's pretty then, uh, sums up yeah. mine. Like the Cowboys were nine and yeah, seven. I have just the Cardinals at eight and eight, too. and nobody else even broke five wins in the NFC. Yeah, Whew. yeah. Giants two, Redskins had one win, Lions had two wins, Falcons had five, Panthers had three, Rams yeah. had three, four. I had the Rams at five, and that was the next most in the NFC. Okay, so let's talk matchups for you then. So you have some interesting yes. matchups. 
we have pretty much pretty darn near the same playoff teams. I think the only one that mine is very drastically different is yeah, that I you, have the Bears you have the, you, and Vikings, whereas you have the Cowboys yeah, you, and the yeah. Vikings. You, the Bears we have the out, exact Vikings same teams, in, except you yeah. have the Bears, I have the Cowboys, and then we are all over the place seeding. Yeah. Yeah, ours is a slightly yeah. different division winners. makes it a little different. Little I think different, it's interesting that hey. we both thought the Patriots would make the playoffs because I think everybody kind of left the Patriots in the dust. But I'm like, that's still Bill, that's still Bill just, Belichick. It's, like, Cam Newton's it's still, still Bill talent. Belichick. Like, like, Cam Newton was an MVP. Like, I don't think they're the, be I don't think like, they're the yeah. best team in football anymore, but I think they're a good team still. Yeah, agreed. I am with you All on right, that. All right, so... Wild card weekends. The Ravens and the 49ers are on a bye for me. The Chiefs and the Seahawks are on a bye for you. Chiefs and Seahawks. So the first yeah. matchup I have is the Bron the seven seed Broncos taking on the two seed Chiefs. And the Chiefs are the only team I have going 6-0 in the division. I have no reason to believe they wouldn't beat the Broncos again. And I'm in the same boat for my two seed. The Ravens, I don't think the Bills have enough talent to okay. compete with Ravens. So we both have our two seed for the AFC moving on. Um, NFC-wise, I have the Saints at the two-seed taking on the seven-seeded Cowboys. I I think the, it's a mismatch for the Cowboys. I 100% agree with that. Um, just based off your matchup, that makes absolutely – I don't think the Cowboys mm -hmm. have a chance to win that game. Um, plus, the Saints kind of, again, also have that, like, we're getting close in the playoffs. We need to actually do stuff, so they're going to have a sense of urgency. Where's the Cowboys yeah, we'll address that in the division round. <laughs> yes. Um, Buccaneers is Vikings is my two seven matchup for the NFC. And I think Tom Brady just keeps it up. I don't think Kirk cousins has enough firepower to keep up. That's with that interesting. That, after... That's your two seven matchup because that's my five, four matchup. <laughs> yeah. I think this, I think the con NFC conference is so all over yeah. the place in my eyes. There's yeah. So much. Sure. I think could go differently. Um, all right. My AFC, my three seed bills take on the six seed Patriots. I have the bills winning that game. Okay. I don't even have the matching up, which is fun. Uh, the Titans, Titans Broncos is mm -hmm. my three six. Uh, I have the Titans running all over. The okay, see, I have the Broncos winning that matchup week one. Because the Broncos play the Titans. The Broncos play that the Titans week one. I have the Broncos winning that game. I think I have the Broncos winning that game. Maybe. I I know I had that game close. Hold on. Let me see it. Week one, I did have the Titans. It was Monday Night Football. I have the Titans winning that game, and and then fun revenge tour. But I think the Titans yep. still win this game. All right. Um, yeah. Playoffs are a different breed. I don't think Drew Locksy. The NFC, I, this is, uh, I think, probably my favorite matchup of the weekend, honestly. Um, and the NFC 3-6 mm -hmm. is my three Eagles taking on the six Seahawks. Oh, Lord yeah. have mercy. Not the Seahawks again. I have again. the Eagles winning this game. Nice. Okay. Um, I would argue that the Seahawks tend to show up better in the playoffs. This is the definitely do. the closest one, and that's why I think it's the best game. I think this is the best Agreed. game. And mm -hmm. I think it's going to be fun to watch. Um, I have – that's funny because I have an Eagles-Seahawks matchup, just not in the wild card weekend. Um, I have Saints-Bears is mine. Saints are the actual road team. Uh, Bears are the home team. Uh, New Orleans has that chip. They have the chip on their shoulder. Drew Brees is like – he's getting up there. He's trying to win another ring. I don't think the Bears are ready for Does that. Cody Parkey still kick for the Bears? No. Okay. No, he left. That was a joke. I did know that, by the way. Just – the bear, the bears don't automatically. I mean, but the also, bears don't also yeah, very the bears don't automatically question. lose now. <laughs> right, <laughs> still a valid yeah. question to ask, um, but I think the Saints win that game. So this is like my first question, question on question upset because it's like mm -hmm. a three-six matchup. But the Saints to me are a better team than the Bears and would probably be a higher seed than them if 
yep. it wasn't a division. All right, um, my AFC 5-4, I have the four-seeded Titans taking on the five-seeded Browns. I think the Browns finally make the playoffs. I don't think the Browns are good enough to win a playoff game. I have the Titans running all over them. All right, and I have Patriots-Browns, 4-5, and I, I have the same standpoint except for the fact that Cam Newton pops off. Bill Belichick is just playoff yep. mastermind. So. All right, yep. and then my NFC 5-4, I have, as I mentioned, the four-seeded Vikings taking on the five-seeded Bucks. This is my only quote-unquote upset I have. I have the Buccaneers beating the Vikings on the road. I could see that, too. I don't think I have. It's funny that we have that same matchup, mm-hmm. like you mentioned. Um, and we both have the same yeah. team winning that game. I think the Bucks are just better equipped to beat the Vikings. Just plain and simple. Um, I have four Eagles taking on five Niners. Um, funny enough, I know I know this is going to sound real biased, right? The thing is about this game, the Niners are on the road. The Eagles are at home. The Eagles, I think, have the... I think they match up extremely well against the 49ers. Like, extremely well. Everyone's healthy. Everyone's okay. The Niners' biggest thing is that they run. They run a lot. But the Eagles have one of the, if not the best, run yep. defense in the league. Like, it's up there. I think they're super well equipped. And when then Jimmy G has to throw, I think our, our secondary is good enough to beat that. So that's, that's the biggest question mark is will our secondary show up or will Jimmy G, like, ball out against us? If not, I think Carson Wentz finally wins his first, finally wins his first playoff game actually right. playing the game. All right. So... And this, to me, is an upset, 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 because the Niners are defending yeah, NFC sure. champs. Like, All right. So, just Divisional round, then. I have, for the AFC, my one-seeded Ravens taking on the four-seeded Titans. And... Oh, that's fun. Oh, that that's fun. fun. I think there's one thing that will come up later where the narrative sticks true. I think this is the narrative breaker. I think Lamar Jackson wins his first playoff game and the Ravens advance. I would also argue that point. I think a revenge, revenge tours too much revenge tours too much. Um, I actually have Chiefs Patriots there. Um, I actually really like the thought of, um, Cam Newton versus Patrick Mahomes, uh, based off of, uh, based off strictly the fact that Patriots are like, you didn't expect them to be here. They move on. I think the Chiefs win the game because Patrick Mahomes hates the Patriots for yeah. obvious reasons. But I think the Patriots get real close. I think I honestly think this is that game that like it goes to overtime and the Chiefs get the ball first to win the game. Yeah, it game. like it's gonna be close. I think that's that's the ultimate redemption arc for Patrick Mahomes against. So the do Patriots. you have winning that? Okay, Chiefs. All right, um, the one seeded 49ers taking on the five seed Buccaneers. This is a tough one for me, for sure. But I... What, what, who's the... What was, the one-seeded one Niners one and the five-seeded Bucks. This is okay. a tough one, for sure. I personally think that this is the best matchup of the weekend. And... Uh, okay. I have the 49ers winning this game. Oh, that makes sense. Um, I would argue that the Bucks lose in the divisional round yep. to the Niners as well. Um, I don't think the Buccaneers have the defense to do I think the they do. Um, I think I, also, I don't think I, the nine. I, I honestly think the Buccaneers' defense is going to be the narrative for the beginning of this year going into it. I think they're. We, I think the weakest think part so? they have is the secondary, and it's a good thing that that doesn't matter if you're playing the 49ers. That's what I was talking about, was talking about with the Eagles. Like honestly, that's exactly the same situation. So I could see. Yeah, I could see where you're yep. going with that then. 
Um, my one-seeded Seahawks are taking on the six-seeded Saints, which that is a, that is fun, a fun matchup. matchup. A real fun matchup. I actually think this is the game of the week for me, right? Um, we got we got the New Orleans Saints traveling to Seattle, and the New Orleans Saints still have that chip on their shoulder. They are still balling out trying to get there, but Russell Wilson has so much to prove. The Niners are gone. For me, the Niners are out. Seattle's like, it's our time. Let's take over this. Seattle heads on to the next round on a very, very, very close game. Like, really close game. Like, that game's going to be, like, insane. Like, it's going to be, like, how the Saints lost last year. Like, yep. on a game-winning touchdown type of thing. It's going to be that close in my eyes. All right. I have the two-seeded Chiefs taking on the three-seeded Bills. Um, I think this is a mismatch. I think the Chiefs win this. And it's not even a little – it's not even close. I, I – I, yeah, I think the same thing. I'm, I'm in the same boat. So fun enough, out of all the mismatches and all the craziness that has gone through, somehow we both have Ravens-Titans. Mm. Two, three for me. Not one, four, but two, three for me. Ravens-Titans. I'm all for redemption arc this year. Lamar Jackson has a lot to prove, and he's going to prove it for once. Win his, win, a, win his second playoff game for me because he had to win a mile car weekend due to yeah. changes in rules. Um, but he does ball out, win, out, win against the Titans. They figure out how to stop Derrick Henry, and they move on to play the Chiefs in the cha- conference championship, which we both have that same matchup, that is which is kind of funny. All right, last NFC game. Eagles who? I have the two-seeded Saints taking on the three-seeded Eagles. Oh. Ooh, in New in Orleans. New Orleans? Ooh. Um, this is a great game. Ooh. And... I- like if it wasn't for the 49ers bucks this is i mean the nfc i think is so interesting this year the afc i feel like is the patrick mahomes and lamar jackson show right now but the, i feel like there's Agreed. a lot of contenders in the nfc and i, I same thing i honestly feel exactly if the lamar same right jackson now. can win his first playoff game the law of equivalent exchange says that the the saints will blow it in the playoffs too you can't have both so the eagles win this game on the road yes really that's a redemption, it is a redemption arc, arc from what, like two years ago? The Eagles, Eagles should have beat. Yeah, the Eagles should have beat that Saints in that game, but Alshon yep. Jeffrey dropped the pass. Yeah, that's was the. I, I mean, I think I don't think you can have both. I don't think Lamar Jackson can win a playoff game and the Saints can win a playoff game. I don't think you can have both. Wow. I like how we also say Lamar okay. Jackson, not like the Ravens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's, it, but it's yeah. mostly for Lamar Jackson. Well, I'm gonna give you the law equivalent for a quarterback trying to win a couple playoff games. For his first time in his career, uh, I have in my round the two-seated Buccaneers going up against the. Wait, did I do this wrong? No, the Saints. The Saints won, so they are the six seed. No, the two, two and four. So it's one and six, two and four. That makes sense. Okay, Buccaneers play the Eagles. Eagles walk, are going into Tampa. Carson Wentz just came off a nice win against the 49ers. So like, that's huge. It's great momentum for him. They're on the road though. This is Tampa. It's playoff football. Tom Brady. Now and this is this Tom is Brady Eagles Tampa too. Like, what? This, isn't this like a huge rivalry from like twenty years ago? Like Gruden's Bucks and like Donovan McNabb's Eagles. You know what? I I started watching football in two thousand six. I don't know enough history for okay, this. I've, for that, I've watched plenty of so, documentaries. That's the year that's the Buccaneers wild. won the Super Bowl. Like the three years before that, the Eagles beat them in the playoffs. So and yeah, nice. so I okay, I that think that's sense. a big matchup too. I mean, in the same way that the Forty ers Cowboys is still a rivalry. Like who? Like who cares? Yeah. And anymore, in in that same way, I would say Eagles Bucks is a big game in the playoffs. 
Yes. And it's in Tampa, yep. which is even huge, which is even bigger. Um, the only thing that is stopping me from saying that the Buccaneers should win this game, two things, one, I'm a fan. <laughs> Bias, two, um, Tom Brady, for some god-awful reason, when he gets into games against the NFC East, does not know how to win them in the playoffs. Three times this man has lost to NFC East teams in the Super Bowl. Yep. Three times. Twice the Giants and who else? Nicholas Foles. But. So I think Carson Wentz balls out this Eagles, time too. He's very excellent. He's very good against um, animal-based teams. He beat the Panthers. He beat yep. the uh, Eagles once. He's one and one against the Eagles in the Super Bowl. Yes. Beat the Rams. Yes. Beat the Seahawks. Yep. Yep. But not the Eagles. Not this time. Not this time. Not this time. I'm the four seed Eagles move on to play the one seed wow. at Seahawks in the next round. So we both have an Eagles upset, <laughs> which is cool. Um, yeah, I just I just think the Tom Brady factor makes the Eagles want to yeah. beat him even more because they just they just love being Brady, and I know they do. They hate they they, who they just don't like Tom Brady. Like, like who doesn't like we, beating Tom Brady? I I know, but like the Eagles talk a yeah. lot of crap about Tom Brady. You know. I mean, yeah. So we have Ravens Chiefs and then Eagles. You have Eagles Niners. Yep. I have Eagles yes. Seahawks. Correct. So we both have okay. Ravens Chiefs. So wildly we both interesting. Have Chiefs, but mine's in Baltimore. S- mine's in okay. Kansas City. Um, I mean, I just want to say it's wildly interesting the fact that we almost got to the same exact conclusion. Yeah, it's interesting. Like, conclusion. Even the NFC West team like makes it even yeah. kind of closer. That's what. Um, anyway, I mean, uh, these are the best, two, the two best teams in the AFC. Like. Really, like in ninety-nine out of a hundred times, this should have been the AFC Championship last year. Yes. Yeah, but the Titans mean, balled out. God bless Ryan Tannehill. God bless Derrick Henry. God bless Mike Vrabel. <laughs> they they single-handedly yeah, yeah. dominated the uh, the the Patriots franchise. Um, so yeah, I, I respect so the them. Chiefs being the two seed, the Ravens being the one seed. I think this is a competitive game. This is a Week Three rematch. This is in Baltimore again. And I have no reason to believe the Ravens wouldn't win again. I have the Ravens winning this game. I have the Chiefs winning the first matchup. But do they win this one? I think. This one's in Kansas City. I think we have another shootout on our hands. We're going to get those same sparks that we, get, that we got from that first matchup. The difference... One of the quarterbacks likes to run. One of them does yeah. not like to run. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are going to miss Earl Thomas again in right. this matchup. Very much. But I think Lamar Jackson learns his ways, decides to do his thing, and finally, finally decides, to, you know what, let's get, a, let's get the Ravens back in the Super Bowl and beat okay. the Chiefs. On the road in this one, too. So it's even better for you, because this is on the road. This is a little bit of an upset for the Ravens in your scenario. All right, so we both have the Ravens going to the Super Bowl, which is interesting. This pre- um, we're we're okay. pretty good and at this. I have the one-seeded 49ers <laughs> taking on the three-seeded Eagles. You have the one-seeded Seahawks taking and on the one four-seeded Seahawks Eagles. Four. Yes. I... I'm going to start with you so I can be depressed twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, the Eagles are a great story. They're, th- what, now two years, going on three years removed from winning the Super Bowl behind BDN, 
the man, the myth, the legend. Yes. Nicholas, Nicholas Folsicus. Yes. Sir Nicholas Folsicus. Um, yes. Gosh, it's so hard. And even to this very minute, I'm still debating this matchup. I really am. Because the boring answer is to say the 49ers win, but I feel like it's the right answer. I also feel like it's the right answer, except for the fact that yeah, I smacked them in the wild card weekend. Because yeah, we had it's the, home the boring game, answer, but I feel like the 49ers are just the best team in the NFC right now. And I had the 49ers winning this game. I have a, a two, pair of one seeds in the Super Bowl, which I know is boring, it's dumb, it's predictable, but it's predictable for a reason. They're the two best teams in the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> I think right. the Chiefs are better than the 49ers, but the Chiefs can't play the Ravens in the Super Bowl. So, given all things considered, I think the two best teams are in the Super Bowl. It's the Ravens and the 49ers. Okay. My matchup. I have to set aside my bias. I really do. Because that, that that's what kind of defines you as a, like, I think as a sports analyst. You have to set aside yes. your bias a lot. Seahawks-Eagles in Seattle, where I believe Seattle is allowing fans in a conference championship game where we might not even have yeah, COVID yeah, the anymore, whole which they might just allow to might be sell out the arena. Too. Yep. Could sell out the whole arena for all I know. I think the Eagles don't win the game, but I think could very well go to the Super Bowl by beating the Seahawks okay. here. The Eagles... I don't think they beat the Seahawks because the, the, we beat them earlier in the year. The Seahawks want the revenge, and the Seahawks, Russell Wilson has so much to prove. Getting to the Super Bowl kind of squashes a lot of doubt, you know? And can, can he actually lead his team back, you know? He's done it twice. Why, he's lost one. He hasn't been there since. The Eagles, though, Carson Wentz has a great, great run. Great, phenomenal run. He pro- he's proven everything he needs to prove at this point. That, yeah, I can be a, good, I can be a franchise quarterback and stay healthy. Granted, if he stays healthy. Uh, I think Seattle wins the game. But, like, in a heartbreaker, mostly for me, I think the Seahawks win the game. It's, it's, it's like, it's a toss-up, though, man. Yeah. It's so close. <clears throat> and the Eagles have such a good story. I think beating the Niners in the wildcard weekend, then going on the road and beating Tampa, which I think both of those are very yeah. winnable for the Eagles. At home against the Niners, on the road against Tampa. Like, I, I, very winnable. The Seahawks game, I think, is also very winnable, but not as winnable as the other two. And I think Seattle finally gets back into the Super Bowl to play the Ravens. And we have Battle of the Birds, just not with the cool <laughs> Battle of the Worst Birds. Okay. Battle of the Worst Birds. So Super Bowl birds. 45, <laughs> you have the two-seeded Ravens taking on the one-seeded Seahawks. I have the one-seeded Ravens taking yes. on the one-seeded 49ers. Okay. So who wins that game? I have the Ravens have the... winning the Super Bowl. Lamar Jackson, final, your finals, your Super Bowl MVP, dominating. They proved that Earl Thomas is a bum, and he was actually holding him back, and that's why they dropped his ass. I had... Psych. The, the Lamar Jackson pops This is a up, redemption arc. Honestly. This is a redemption yes. arc. But not for Lamar Jackson. This is oh. a redemption arc for Kyle Shanahan. After the... After the he two needs biggest it. blowouts in Super Bowl history when he was the head coach of the 49ers last year and the offensive coordinator for the Falcons back in Super Bowl 51. Smoking some leaves This as is always. redemption arc for Kyle Shanahan. The 49ers win this Super Bowl over the Ravens. Good for him. 
Honestly, I wouldn't be mad at that result. I would because the Eagles don't win. Well, but yeah, I wouldn't I'm be gonna mad be mad anytime the Broncos don't win the Super Bowl. But I mean, like if the if the Broncos can't win, I want I I want it to be interesting. I want to have fun. Like, you have any idea mm-hmm. how Super Bowl Fifty Two was a little bit disappointing just because it was Eagles Patriots? Do you have any idea how much I love that game if it was Eagles Jags? <laughs> That would have been the most That's ridiculous true. thing but anyway, ever. Out of left field, nowhere. Like, the Eagles are historically kind of like... Like, they're a little bit of like a choker team a little bit. Like, historically, right? Oh, no, no, no. You have... You're, you're talking to the... Yeah. You're preaching to the choir. We like, are the choker and, team. And the Jaguars yes. are like a historically terrible team. Like, yes. can you imagine those two that teams been in the Super Bowl? Yeah, like, right. I would have loved to see that. Um, I feel like the Ravens 49ers is predictable. It is a Super Bowl rematch from Super Bowl 47 as well. Um, but I do think it's a good game. I think you have a solid defense and a solid run defense against Lamar Jackson's tool set. Um, but I don't think the 49ers offense matches well with the 49ers or the Ravens defense either. I think the biggest thing is obviously we're missing Earl Thomas. That doesn't matter a whole lot for Jimmy Garoppolo, but, um, one person who is sitting out for the Ravens, which I can't believe it took us this long to mention this or no, he's on the Jets this year. It's CJ Mosley, but he is sitting out for, yeah, he is. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Um, but anyways, I think the Ravens defense is good enough to contain the 49ers offense. I think the 49ers defense is good enough to contain the Ravens offense. Um, and who's going to make, I think it's the 49ers. Yeah, that's that's pretty much the bigger question you have to answer. You think both teams are equipped to battle the other team, but who's going to be, I think Lamar Jackson finally wins some playoff games, but I think his exposed, his lack of experience in this huge game makes him a little bit of a target. And I think Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo, having been in the Super Bowl last year, have a little bit more experience here. I think they win this game in a fairly low-scoring game. I'll, I'll give I'll give a final score of how about like twenty to fourteen. I'm giving my game twenty-eight okay. to twenty-one. Ravens twenty-eight, Seahawks twenty-one. Actually, take it back. Twenty-eight twenty-four. Okay. I think the Seahawks lose another Super Bowl, unfortunately, and they got really far, but they decide not to run on the one. And get you hate to see it. You, know? <laughs> you, you Earl Thomas you, comes back to you play. You really and think Pete Carroll's gonna do that again? Like he's gonna he's gonna have flashbacks. Yes. Like he's gonna run it, and they're gonna get stuffed. Yes. Sure, but he's like, no, 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 no! I'm running the football. Look at this, Carson. Who? Uh, Pete Carroll's running the football up the gut. All right. Well, that's interesting for sure. Uh, crazy that we both have, I think, the NFC West champ and the Ravens yep. going to the Super Bowl. We had pretty darn close um, playoffs, I think, very similar. Um, the Bears are obviously a wild card, but we don't have either the NFC uh, North teams getting out of the first round anyway, so it doesn't matter. Hmm. Well, you heard it here first, folks. I, I trust Eric's judgment a lot more than I trust my just judgment when it comes I've to been, football. I've been, but hearing how similar they are I've makes been me feel decently a lot better accurate the past... Like I think three or four years, maybe even five years, predicting the Super Bowl. Like usually the two teams I pick for the Super Bowl at least make it to the divisional round. I think the only time I ever whiffed was Super Bowl Fifty Three. I had Patriots Falcons and the Falcons missed the playoffs. <laughs> yeah, I whiffed hard on that one. That's rough. Yeah. That's um, rough. But hey, well again we're gonna take it week by week, and we're gonna get more. Uh, we're gonna get, be able to cover our divisions and then, or uh, our our uh, our predictions. I apologize our predictions, and then what actually happened in the weeks before and see where yep. we go from there. So that's exciting. I'm very I'm very much looking forward to this season. I'm very much excited to look forward to doing this with you because you're a phenomenal co-host. I even 
to talk about doing this with because you have so much knowledge that I don't. Well, I thank you for having me. So. And you are continued to be had <laughs> on this channel for long periods of time. Um, but that is it from me and from the team here. Is there anything else you'd like to say to sign us I off today? I got nothing. Go ponies. See how it goes. Fly <laughs> Eagles fly. And Broncos dom dominate. They I don't do know like what theirs are. Winning a, which I, I can't do for courtesy of the other people who live in my home. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, when we get back to you guys for uh, next week, you'll see this on Wednesday, the 9th, September 9th, With, yep. September 9th. And you will we'll see you back here September, uh, September. Yeah, we'll see you guys September 16th uh, for the first round. And we'll talk again about our second or our first week. And then we'll talk a little bit about our second week yet again. Have a great rest of your night, night uh, day or afternoon. And I hope you guys enjoyed whatever it was for the two and a half hours we rambled about. Maybe a little bit less because of editing. Thank you guys so much for listening and appreciate all of you. Have a great rest of your night. And this is me and Eric signing off from Behind the Plays. Peace.